Welcome to the Morning Sickness. It is 547. Thanks, Jeremy. Nice job with the clock. Uh, my name's Sean Holmberg. There's Brady. Creepy Big Dick Toledo. Ready to go for a, a glorious Thursday morning before Eric goes out. He's very excited that Facebook has labeled him a moderate. Proving once That's again right, John. that even Eric knows being a liberal twink is wrong. Never said He's that. He's celebrating it. That's great. Well, why would you celebrate being a moderate? I just, though? you've spread lies about me for years. Here we go. This is a typical <laughs> liberal now argument. I yes. have proof. Snowflake. Because if anybody knows, it's Facebook. That's right. With all their algorithms right. and, and obviously with right. all the stuff coming out about them, they so you dig mean Russia deep into has people. Labeled that's you right. a moderate. Yeah, uh, that's right. The no. Russians consider you moderate. They just sold stuff they're to communists. The so communist organization like Facebook thinks you're moderate. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I Give me a break. Right. Here no, in America, you're, old, right. you're a left, left you side winger. No, I just, John spreads lies about me constantly, I and I so I want to set the record straight. And I think Pretty that, sure that uh, I agree with them completely on this one. Uh, Left-wing lunatic nuthouse like Facebook run by the Russian communists <laughs> considers you a moderate. Here in America... Where you actually live, rather than where you would like to live, which is Moscow, uh, we consider you a left a left wing uh, nutjob. So here's the labels you get: very liberal, liberal, moderate, conservative, or very right. conservative. And I, I am right yeah. in the middle. Two sure. years ago, you would have been way on the other side. Oh yeah, but the wings, the, the liberal Why? wings. Why is that? Oh yeah, because you're a crazy you left wing lunatic. Look at you going. Yeah. You're all no, mad about this. You've, you've Settle no. down. Just because I voted for Obama, that makes me a left-wing no, lunatic. No, that's not why. Because you used to beat off to Obama. It was that why. No. That's why Brady and I called you a lefty. Because I voted right. for George W. Bush, too. Did that make me a right-wing uh, No, it just made you a confused young man who didn't have his, his liberal settings yet. Oh, okay. He'll get there. Plus, nobody voted for Kerry. Though. And I didn't vote for Trump or Hillary. So what does that yeah. make me now? Moderate, according, just to, the, according to the Russians. The U.S. president, for I'm, God's Look, sake. You, you, you get whoever you want. You be whatever you want to be. It doesn't bother me at all. They all suck. That's right. There you go. That's no, fine. System's a mess. And I think Facebook has finally proven it. Yeah. So do you want to like apologize to me? What no, I agree. I agree. A communist uh, Russian Facebook calling you moderate is incredibly accurate. So there's no reason to apologize. So we're on the well, same page. Well, let Toledo do it. Let's see what he is. Uh, I'm very liberal. Is that what yeah. it said? That yep. it said you're very liberal? Yep. There you go. Jealous? I buy that. You get into arguments on uh, Facebook all the, all the time. time. Yeah, yeah. People have actually come to the van and said, man, what's up with Toledo, dude? Yeah. You do kind of fire I off every a... once in a while without signing your name on the bottom <laughs> of the Holmberg's Morning Sickness Facebook page, getting into some political battles. And then I'll get emails going, you guys are a bunch of liberal twinks. I can't believe you would say that. And it's like, wait a minute. That's what are you talking about? Holmberg's Morning Sickness Facebook page. And I have to go dig around. And I'm like, well, Jesus Christ, yeah. This guy's talking about all sorts of liberal nonsense over here. Yeah, Apparently, he got thing. into some argument with somebody about guns. Oh, yeah, no, that and happened. And like, I hear about that, by yeah, the way. That, was, that usually comes back to me, and then I have to say, that's one of those lefty nut jobs that hangs around on the computer all day, playing Facebook like we'll a 12-year-old. take care of that guy. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, your hero is still normal. And they're like, thanks, Holmberg, for straightening that out. I wish you had a Facebook so we could uh, find out what you were. Uh, bored with Facebook is what you'd see as like guy doesn't use Facebook much, and that's pretty much what that is for me. Because yeah, the only thing I've gone to Facebook for almost all year, uh, I've checked here and there. But uh, that wedding we were at the other day, Megan posted a bunch of videos of the dancing, and I found it hilarious. So I Actually, looked at that. We since you're always playing around on Megan's page, we could check I'm not. Megan's. I'm not always playing around. Yeah, you are. I'm really Come not. On. Like I just said, enough for them to. Uh, like them I to just destroy. said, I checked the wedding videos. I've done a very good job for 2018 of avoiding Facebook like the plague. 
I don't hardly. I think I've been on it maybe six times, and that includes two or three this weekend watching the videos on Megan's thing. That's it. I have no need for it. I'm not interested in what anybody else is eating. I don't care where you're shopping or what your vacation plans were. I have no interest in your latest illness. That's why you go to Instagram, John. It's Brady Brady's got 98. an Instagram. There you go. Hey, look at this guy. I have no and interest it, in other people's day. That's like the that. problem. I'm like in the same spot Brady is. I kind of have to do this stuff yeah. for real mm-hmm. estate and everything. So Lisa's dragging me yesterday to Ugh. get our our photos taken. Because she's, she's – it's, it's, it's car, all – For the business card Yeah, it's the fight that men always have to go through to get dressed up to do these stupid photos that chicks want, oh, right? Oh, boy. Yeah. And then now it's double because I'm in real estate. So yeah. I put on a shirt, right? And she's like um, – And you here. wanted to go shirtless. <laughs> I wanted to go shirtless. Yeah. So Let's go redneck. We're going to go to a title a company moderate. that does it for free because all these title companies do it free. And she's like, you can't wear that shirt. I'm like, why? It's like, I'm wearing blue. You have to wear blue as well. Yeah, you got to match. I'm like, are you freaking yeah. kidding me? United Front. Have you seen the horrible photos on on it's social terrible. media that people make fun of, of these people dressed the same? Jeremy and his wife at that wedding the other day had the uh, all pink. Yep. And I said, did you yep. did you have to wear that? He goes, no, she just told me get a pink tie. And he wore a pink tie because she had a pink dress. And I'm like, oh, you guys, you, you uh, grand-animaled your, your costumes today. That's cute. So uh, yeah, my that's wife... Standard. My wife has turned us Not into standard. the couple that, you know, does Halloween stuff together. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, we got Halloween's all right. Doing couple costumes. You can know. partner up on Halloween. That one's not so bad because especially if it's a good if costume. it's funny. It's got to be a good costume. It can't be like, you know, some, you know, spirit Halloween face mask that you're both cute. It can't be cute. It has She's to either be evil. Irish coat of arms. Yeah. Evil or hilarious. That's about it. But, yeah, cute. I'm no, like no mad at myself, though. I gave yeah. in. I put the damn blue shirt on. And I, I go down I there. Too many people, so we went back to the house, and then we took photos in our yard because I'm like, screw it. Let's just do this. I'm already dressed up. Photos in the yard. That's adorable. That's good. It's cute. But Sure, that's going to come out great. Is this what happens when you're 40? Like no, now you you're start so worried about that. No, no. That's what no. happens when you turn 40. Well, Evidently, you a push cake? You're the one that has the label that, as you're worried. You're worried about labels. You're too worried about labels. This is what women do. Women's in the, in the left-wing nut jobs worry about labels too much. I'm a moderate. I'm 40. Well, I didn't want to you deal realize, with it. Then don't. You be a man. Be a man. Up, Hold on, Brady. Be a man. Doesn't matter how old you are. John, I have to do it you for don't, real estate but stuff. You, then she do it. She tells me we'll get more leads if I... Then do it and recognize it's a business decision. Say so I had to make some business decisions. But don't do the matchy-match because she says so. Don't do uh, anything you don't want to do because you're a grown man. You become that whole happy wife, happy life, yeah. nonsense check with the warden guy. The argu- No. The, the yeah. argument is that... We need professional photos if we're going to do this real right. estate because it I go, are you kidding me? At, when does this ever get us leads, like get us clients? It makes you look cleaner. It does you work. You can have a People business look card. At those cards. Yeah, People, they, but you matters. can have it without even pictures on it. Yeah, yeah but, don't put your pictures on but it. But if you're doing I, Yeah, I go, yeah, people they, are just going to draw funny mustaches yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, don't do that. Just you're, you. Yeah. Lisa should put her picture up there, but you shouldn't. I agree with that because it's like, oh. Exactly. Who's a troll hanging out with Lisa? Nobody wants to buy a house from that guy. I remember looks seeing smart. one where the couples in uh, their jail get up. They're wearing real estate? Black, yeah. No, and it was like being funny. But like, you know, there's a lot of those. If you're going to do billboards. Lloyd Baker. Yeah. Just oh, start, yeah. start lifting real estate. Why don't you get on our motorcycle, our scout bobber? Go. Take do a something picture. great like that. See, uh, unless you're doing billboards or advertising or whatever else. In a blue shirt. Then, then you don't need the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason for pictures if it's just for you guys or a business. That's dumb. Yeah, I don't think I've taken professional pictures in 
Well, it makes it's sense, been a John. Long this, is, time. this is your job, or this is you know. Yeah. This is it. Well, I'm surprised KUPD hasn't asked us to do more. Yeah, because I say no. Like we're done with that. You got plenty of photos of us. You remember the they, sessions they've asked, we had? They've oh, asked God. us a hundred times to do pictures. I'm like, no, it's, we're done with that. We did them one time. Yeah. Plus but our younger and photos. And we did them from, with the list. I don't even care if it's younger or older. Just you've got plenty of photos of us in action. There's no reason to pose me. And do I see what morning show pictures look like? Brady yeah. was looking at some this morning for that terrible morning show boot camp where all the loser morning oh shows God, go hang yeah. out together and give each other ideas because they're there. they're drained. Yeah, we've done way more than one time. I don't know where you've been. Well, we did one in the beginning, and then we, we did the, the one streaming one. Yeah, well, that was for a billboard for advertising. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. do one if they're going to use it for advertising. If they just want them to hang around to send, I'm not doing them. And what did we do with that one? We turned around and made it yeah. look like we were peeing we're on peeing. the wall. Yeah, and I'm fine with that because they had a still streaming idea. They had an idea. I'll go in with it. I'm not going to go in there and go, all right, you and Brady go cheek to cheek and make a crazy face. Bite your headphone car. No, I'm not doing any of that. I'm done with that. If what we do on the air isn't good enough, that somebody's like, well, I would listen, but their photos are so bad. I'm not. I, exactly. I'm, and that's no why the same thing. That's why I was trying to explain to her about real estate. If we do a good job. Yeah. You get referrals. That, that's better than any stupid little picture. Pound the, yeah, pound the pavement a little bit. Your picture isn't going to sell anything. I'll tell you that right I, now. I totally agree. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, we're both on the same page. <laughs> that. I'm, I'm not saying it like I could pop in there and sell some photos of myself and people would want it. They don't. But yeah, try to avoid that. If you're, yeah, you're a man. If you don't want to do pictures, say no. I don't want to do pro pictures. No. You ought to just put a thing on there that says photo not available. Yeah. You don't yeah, want to see this. That's a good idea, Brady. Yeah, you don't want to see my picture. <laughs> or just do, do have somebody do like a Conan O'Brien artist rendering of you that's adorable, like a logo, like a little stick figure. Well, whatever you would want. You could be. use some of Hoffman's drawings of you. Yeah, yeah I'll call uh, John do, Hoffman. do a Hoffman picture. And it's like that's oh, that's funny. That's that guy's drawing. He's got his own little logo. More important, he works at Pixar. Right. You look. Uh, you look like you got yourself some professional yeah, it opens art. Opens the conversation. Yeah, I would just do a round circle, a goatee, a smile, and two dots. <laughs> Let Kalen do it. Yeah, let Kalen. Oh, and then people, oh, my daughter yeah. drew it. That's so adorable. It's a family oh, affair. Here we just go. Just erase the black cloud that she always draws over mommy's and daddy's heads. singing commercials. See, yeah. that just goes down a oh. bad path. Yeah. No, I would rather have that than, a, than an actual photograph hanging around. The photo thing is gone. Berserk. Stop. Yeah, there's okay. too many pictures, which is what I think Facebook it is. It becomes a photo. kind of the deal in the real estate. And I think they feel, most people feel, oh, People want to see who we are, so because they're the ones that are going to be showing us houses, and yeah. and if someone that's crazy in the photo, like in a prison get-up, well, you know, sure. for Halloween, probably a like, bad oh, idea. I almost feel bad marketing. Her reasoning for us dressing the same is that all the other real estate people do it. It's I cute. go, so we're just right. following every yeah. other trend. No, look, what she's done is turn you into her own dapper dam, and she's going to address you. And- <laughs> Comb your hair. She's probably licking her hand and fixing your calyx and stuff if you had hair. Maybe your goatee gets out of line. She's pointing out wild eyebrows. She's doing all sorts. She's turned you into the, the doll yep. that she wants to manicure and Does dress. Russell oh, Shaw, she has to go he has deep. his picture on the card, yeah. right? Sure. You it's see going the top performers. See what the top people are doing. Yeah, but he's there's a, a lot of them. I'm not he's saying he's nothing to look at. He's not winning yeah. anything off him yeah, by yeah, but I He's a Scientologist. He's got the guys that are, that you would know about. Russell's got a game. He's more he into getting you into Scientology than he is. And his daughter. Yeah, he come down to my seminar and learn about <clears throat> real estate. And then he hands out Scientology pamphlets. 
Have you logged any time on the Scientology channel? No. I, well, I haven't on the channel. I haven't seen many of the shows. It looks glorious. Yeah. Oh, we watched a few shows. It is damage control. Oh, my God. That's all the... Uh, I watched 10 minutes of one, and I'm like, they are reeling from all the press. That's all this some is. Dope. There was one, one show they had on there about uh, psychologists, because, you know, they hate them. And all right. It's just trying to rip them apart, and they had zero facts behind no, them. No, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the one I watched was just yelling at people who don't like them. It was like 10 minutes of them... Going to people's homes, if this person has been an antagonist in a freedom of religion world, and we are a religion, don't forget, we are a religion. Yeah. Then they kind of backtrack into the day they got religious status and didn't have to pay taxes anymore, which is what made them And there was this whole little clip about that, and then they came back, and they're outside, this, why do you hate us so much? What have we done to you? And he's like, it's exactly this kind of stuff. Then they clip out the guy they're yelling at and just start bashing him on a show, and I'm like, wow, they're not fooling around. They're going to use this network. To go after people that go after them because that's part of Scientology is to go after the person that badmouths you. It was great. I watched the uh, cartoon Elron and Hobbs. It's oh, that's funny. a that would be pretty <laughs> solid to see. Does Elron piss on everything? Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what it is. Yeah, it's pretty nuts, but it's fun to watch. Not as fun to watch as uh, Lisa puppeteering Eric over there into photo day. I think that's great stuff. Get a couple of texts on this. Eric, two words. Sleeveless suit. Yeah, sleeveless suits are the future. Shorts, too. That's oh, what, forget about that. Jean that's what the lawyer are, does yeah. on the billboard. Yeah. Lloyd Baker and the other guy, yeah. uh, Byron. Yeah, that sleeveless uh, suits. That's the answer. Apparently it works for them. Right? Eric, yeah. I have a Princess Buttercup and the Dread Pirate Roberts costume. <laughs> would you like to borrow it? Yeah. See, uh, I would rather no, not do have a something pirate. like that then actually dress the Don't same. dress as a pirate when you're trying to sell, sell houses to Captain Wazoo. Yeah. You don't I, wanna, I don't no. care. Pirates are a bad image for like, hey, follow me to the best deals. Yeah, I am a pirate. How's, this would just Not be a good idea. How's Lisa's voice? Maybe you guys could call yourself the husband and wife. Yes. <laughs> I'm Eric O'Connell. I'm Lisa O'Connell, the husband and wife real estate squad. Eric! Eric! Tell me something, Eric! Eric, you need to be a team on this. Yeah. Yeah, you Very got important. into it as a team. That's my struggle. That's where yeah, I'm trying right. to be a team player. Are you? But I hate it so much. Yeah. Well, just don't do pro pictures. I don't understand guys that follow that. Gotta do photos. My wife's making us do pictures. Really? <laughs> okay. But you know, John, you know as well as I do, sometimes you got to play the game. Yeah, but not pictures. And oh, it, yeah. Well, like because just, if you don't do it, what, what yeah. would you rather have? A week of misery that they're, yes. they're pounding? Not worth it for me. I mean, if it's over a... a Wearing a blue shirt, it's well, the fact Lisa's that Bob is not like that. Yeah, she's not going to give me a week of misery. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, well, whatever. Pictures. Some people do. It's That's my, right. it's my own personal. Like, it, there's stuff here at KUPD we have to yeah. do. Sure. Oh, sure. There's have to. We're not. But like, if it's a, if it's something that makes me miserable, I say no to it. And if people, I, I'm not going to do something miserable to avoid more miserable. There's ways around me. Because really, what it's about, it doesn't matter what color the shirt is. Point is, you don't want to do pictures. You to don't want to do photos. It. Yeah, you no, don't want to do it. Do any guys love? Take, unless you're Nobody like likes. Brad Pitt, I guess. I don't know. Although I think going back to that. Facebook originally, I think photos have changed. Some dudes do love photos. Yeah. There yeah. are guys who do. The like younger them. guys, yeah. I guess. Yeah. We were at that wedding this weekend. Elisa about uh, three or four times said, "All right, take a better picture. Smile." Yeah. I'm, I, like, I, I'm like, "Look, no. Why not have just a goofy picture?" I that's always say. Than that? Take photos of me when I'm not looking. I'll take the in-action photo. Yeah. Oh, I want one when we're posed. You mean how we never look? How? We, yeah, sure. you never never walk into a room. Why can't I have one nice picture? Because you're married to me. That was your mistake. <laughs> right. I don't make it. nice pictures. It's not possible. This face don't do nice pictures. Come on. I'll do pictures, quick ones. 
But then there's nothing worse either than a girl's like, get a quick, can we get a picture? And you're standing in front of you, hand your phone to somebody. A and redo. It takes, takes them eight or nine minutes. So you got to stand there like a lump. I can't stand them. I, I got way too much ADD to stand in one spot like that and wait for someone to get the right shot. I look stupid. That one's done. And then you waste a minute of your life. And like, I'm deleting that. I look terrible. It's all about how they look anyway. They just want you standing in it. I just make faces. I Pictures are, I'm out on pictures. And God forbid I pay somebody to come over and make me, hey, can you make me shine, please? Do <laughs> you want me to stand by this palm tree like I'm, like I'm just a guy who stands by palm trees? There was nothing worse than actually, so we went to the title agency, line out the door. People, real estate agents waiting for these free photos. They got food, they're stuffing <laughs> oh their face. God. Liberal. I'm like, oh, God. Title agency handouts. See, <laughs> you would have paid for his right own pictures. Facebook. A real capitalist would have paid for his own photos. I'd let the title agency. Nutty liberal would have looked for the freebie. That's what they Always do. looking for a freebie. That's crazy. It's six oh four. Let's get ourselves a wake up song. Six oh two five eight five nine eight hundred. I just wish you paid your way through this uh, to make the world a lot better. If somebody just oh, I've kicked paid in. plenty. Yeah, trust boy, me. I know it's time to get a kickback. I, I hear Where's what you're my saying. apology? I don't need All to these years of- I totally agree. I, I'm, there's no reason to apologize. I think Russian communist Facebook has nailed it. There's nothing. It's, <laughs> there's there's no surprise. There's, there's no surprise. There's, Based yeah, on there's an no algorithm shock. that I, I click on and That like Facebook and provides, yeah. The Russian communist algorithm, yeah. It I agree. It labeled me as very, come on. What I'm surprised is I thought you'd be upset. At that yeah, me too. I Moderate? thought you wanted to be one. Yeah. No. Middle is where it's at. Yeah, okay. Make my own decision. Clearly not. Lisa's I'll making them for you. Wear the blue shirt. Take some photos. Well, You're not that, your own maybe decisions. with yeah. that everyday stuff, yeah. I might have to. <laughs> you got a lot of thinking to do. I don't think you're moderate. I think you're confused. Is confused a thing? Uh, give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll find out where the little lefty moderate is headed this morning. Probably someplace to hand out free things. Well, there you go. His utopia. Uh, give us that wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUBD. Wake up! Thank you, Whistle. It's 621 in the morning. So I just got a guy who emailed me that. It's like, man, that Whistle song. I want to bang the tar out of that. I'm looking all over for their stuff. There you go. See, that's the whole point. Whistle won our Playdio last November. Wrote us our intro after a little stumble. Writing us an entire song. That had nothing with anything. But then they put that together. Write us a song. They wrote themselves a song. Yeah, that's right. They wrote a song and said, here, play this every day. Like, no, we're not going to do it. You're not Linkin Park. We'll play them every day and twice on Sunday. Uh, speaking of things that, uh, I don't know, that just, we're all, we're, we're living in this world that's uh, all flashbacks, and I don't remember, has there ever been a time where people have hearkened for the past more out loud? I guess maybe it's because of the age of information, but all this, uh, you know, like Star Wars going back in time and making you feel all cozy with things you used to know when the you nostalgia. were a kid. The nostalgia element is huge right now, and, you know, Ready Player One is getting knocked mostly as I read the... Like, it's getting good reviews, but everybody's like, it gets a little heavy with the pushbacks. And, I, and Mo, Eric said that, and I read the reviews. And I'm like, geez, it seems like this nostalgia thing's moving on. So here I am. I open the uh, the, the uh, news this morning, and I look in, and I see the General Lee. Bo is going to jump it, for real. Like, the real Bo Duke, John Schneider, from uh, Dukes of Hazard. He's never once jumped the General Lee. He's turning 58 this weekend, so he's setting up at his ranch. Because he's a country star. He made a ton of money singing music. So uh, he's got the he's got a General Lee that was he's got one, and he's got a, a stuntman who set up a ramp off a dirt road because he never he always had to give it up to stuntmen during the filming of the Dukes of Hazard. Never once was behind the wheel during a jump for real. I want to jump the General Lee over my swamp. He's got a swamp. 
So John Schneider's going to die doing something really stupid and nostalgic in a couple of weeks. Or uh, April 8th, Maybe I think. Maybe a couple of discs. Oh, he's oh, going to hurt him. He's 58. Yeah. They, 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 they wouldn't let him jump when he was 28 because it's like, it's too risky for you. You might jam a back. Future's not. He's 58 years old. Now, when they should be protecting him, he's going to jump a stupid 69 Dodge Challenger, which is like this heavy muscle car, over a swamp. He's going to drown in a swamp is what's going to happen. He, 50 miles an hour is the speed he's got to hit to hit the ramp. The stuntman that he's been friends with since high school is like, totally safe. John will be fine. As long as he hits the ramp right. 50 miles an hour off a dirt road. It can't rain. There can't be any moisture. Uh, for like a week before. No, they won't. He's it's lived a, his life, John. I if guess. Dies, big, is that big, how you want to go? Done. I guess yeah. he's done. That, that, yes, that would be so, the way to go for him. Then you die nostalgic. Ooh. Worse. That means that you don't feel you accomplished anything from age 33 to 58. And you're going to die in the car that made you something. And you just ignore like 60% of your life. It's rough. I just, you know, I, I get that he wants to jump it. I could see where it's like, look, I'll do a little a little, little hop. I'm going to hop the generally. I'll hop it. But he's setting up a full-out 50-mile-an-hour leap over a swamp. Now, I don't know if you guys remember watching the Dukes of Hazard. Those cars did not survive any jumps. They had like 31 General Lees on set at all times. When you'd see them land. When they'd land in a buckle. buckle. The whole frame would buckle, and whatever's inside of it is just whipping around. You'd occasionally see dudes in helmets. polished one would be pulling away. (laughs) Barely got away with that one, didn't we, Luke? And it's like, yeah, there you go. The The General Lees never survived a jump. I never watched it once survive a jump. That's why every time it was in the air, they'd pause. And then the balladeer would come on and go, looks like the Duke boys are going to have themselves quite a hard landing. Because they'd only, they'd have three stock jumps. Yeah. Well, that was it. Well, they had three that they could go to for, like, actual footage. They used the same jumps a lot. But yeah. all of them included a landing where the front end just buckled off the car. The wheels would fly. The bumper might be actually coming off. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of them where they didn't even, they didn't even cut away. To the terrible destruction of the vehicle, and then all of a sudden we're supposed to believe General Lee's in tip-top shape, and Cooter will fix that later. But he's going to jump it at age 58 because he actually doesn't remember all the cars that just got butchered, or all the guys that have spinal... Talk to a stuntman who's 58 years old. The guy that was his stunt double is the dude that's putting this together. The hell of a stuntman, a stunt double. I saw a picture of this dude. He's an inverted C his back's all sideways, all screwed up. Oh, well, I think it's a safe jump. It's like it's like talking to a dude who's burned up going, that's not going to be as bad as what I went through. One jump won't kill him. So John Schneider, Bo Duke, and I'm going to watch it April 8th. I, you know, that's, that'll be a YouTube special. I, I'm on that. I'll, I'll watch that. But then the nostalgia of watching the General Lee fly again with a 58-year-old man behind the wheel. Do so. crazy Sunday stuff and you're broke. Time? I guess. I, he's not broke, though. He yeah, made, he is. We had a story on it. John Schneider, no, he filed for a thing because of his business, but it's not him. He made a ton of money in country music. He personally is fine. He's, he got into business stuff where, yeah, I think he had to reorganize bankruptcy. It's, but it wasn't personal. He's got, a, he's got like a huge acreage of, of where he's jumping. It's his land. He was broke. He'd have sold that generally for Maybe twelve thousand dollars. I thought Lopat was more. Lopat's having some problems. No, they both had great country careers, yeah, he and he's got right. a religious thing that he does too. That he's torn. No, he's no, no. He's not that broke to where he's just dead busted. He's got. Uh, you have celebrity net worth on John Schneider. Two million. Two million no, bucks. He's man. doing just fine. Probably paid for his uh, house and everything else. What about Lopat? Yeah, Lopat's the he one out drunk and goofed up, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm Wopat. 
So Luke Duke's the one that did it. He's I also worth two million. Standard low yeah, that's, ball. that's for the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, two million for the Dukes. It could be. I'm not saying he's so wealthy that he can, you know, drink out of a golden chalice every night. I'm just saying he's not hurting. If you've got a swamp to jump and you can get a car up to 50 miles an hour on your land, you've got enough land, you're all right. I can't get my car up to 50 miles an hour on my property, and i got a pretty decent size. He's doing all right. He's got a couple acres. He's got a road that goes over a swamp. Hey, you know, he lives in a swamp. I mean, that's probably not expensive. But When I was in Milwaukee, there was a concert at this station that I was working at, and Tom, Tom Wopat was playing in Racine. Oh, yeah. And I just remember setting up the whole production thing, and it was very similar to uh, walking in the, the bathroom and uh, coming out of the stall with Wopat with a young lady. Thank you, darling. You got a handy or a blowy? You yeah. Think? Oh, oh yeah. nice work. And you witnessed the end yeah. of it. Oh, hey. Hey, Luke Duke. Get your knob polished in there. Nice work. Filthy. Looks like that Duke boy is going to have wobbly thighs. Well, here we go. Let's have it. Uh, in twenty in February of this year, it was revealed that John was more than one hundred fifty thousand dollars behind on spousal support. Oh, spousal support. support. No, he just he had previously wife. been ordered to pay his ex-wife eighteen thousand dollars per month in yeah. support. Yeah, One had, jump. It that's all the story. Goes away. Yeah. So he's just yeah. So he's just basically uh, not paying her because he doesn't have eighteen grand a month. This which is makes the jump sense. to remedy this situation. John was ordered to give his ex-wife ownership of property he owns in Apple Valley. Yeah. See, that's the thing where it's like, look, I'm not getting 18 grand a month. I'm not going to pay you. And that'll add up quickly. That doesn't mean he's sure, broke. But that means that, he ain't paying her. That story comes out, and now sure. he's doing this. Sure. All. It all makes sense. Well, he's, no. Well, to be nostalgic when you were a success is what's happening, and that's pathetic. He squandered a large portion of his net worth investing in low-budget, poorly produced movies and TV yeah. shows. I remember that. And then he filed because he had some weird production company that had to go under, and everybody said he was done. But... Whatever. This jump will make it all go away. I don't, Sunday, think, I don't, is it I don't think you have to pay for it, though, unless there's a million people that'll watch and then he gets yeah. ad revenue. Of course, then again, that may all shut down after that whole live leak thing yesterday uh, that you know oh, started yeah. circulating. I watched it, the video of the, the three black people in the car and that one dude gets shot in the head. So I got that sent to me yesterday. I watched it. It's tough to watch, but it's basically three people being really stupid with a gun in a car, acting like how hard they're going to be and they're... This is how we do. We lay them homies down, and we bitches, and, and the girl picks it up, and the guy's like, you're making me nervous. Put that down. Put that down. You're making me nervous. And he goes, ain't one in the clip, and she Pop. chambers it and puts one in his head. Dude's alive. What? Came, yeah. That, they, did they you watch the video away. yesterday? I, I showed it to yeah, you yesterday. ran away. The, the two people ran off. She rubs the gun down. It comes back evidently later and rubs the gun and then washes her hand of all gun residue, which is tampering. Wow. And then says he shot himself. The cops, are, I, I read, after I read the whole time, the dude is still alive. He just got off as a, a ventilator and his life support yesterday. I guess this happened Saturday. If you see this video, and now they're talking about like maybe having delays on all Facebook so or live So I missed the part to be continued because she yeah, came that, back. I mean, uh, when we walked. Well, no, it she, she came back to the scene. It? After they got yeah, okay, that was and they had uh, discovered that she had washed, like she had done everything wow. she could to get rid of the the gun residue because the original the cops found a guy with a gun and a bullet hole in his head and like oh it's an attempted suicide because he's alone in a car because everybody bailed out and then they checked the thing they're like we know who this is we know that brought her back to the thing and they said do you know anything about this she kind of said some things like okay and the video's out and then people on the thing are like well that's not a suicide so they all you know it was a live video and so they didn't know. But there's a video going in. I don't think the police oh, was, knew that right away. Well, not the police, but the uh, oh people. The people that yeah, ran. Oh, no, people. Of course they did. They were doing it, but 
that was probably one of the reasons they're like, we got to get back and start telling stories. But it was too late at that point. It was just a dude bleeding out. And uh, and I'm looking at him, well, he's dead on scene. I, I thought he died on the video, which made it hard to watch. My buddy Ted texted me last night. He's like, that guy just went off life support today. I'm like, he's alive? But there's, there's, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Maybe having a delay on your Facebook Live or your, 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 you know, live leak videos and things like that. Maybe put a little, because in case something horrific happens, you can cut it before that all goes. But would anybody? At that point, those two people ran away. It's like me shooting Brady and then all of us going, let's get out of here and just pretend he did it to himself. It's horrifying. So when, when uh, John Schneider crashes the uh, General Lee, hopefully there's a delay. So nostalgia of that thing floating through the air and killing Bo Duke is uh, not necessarily what hundreds of 50-year-olds are watching and having a miserable time recognizing they just watched the demise of their hero. And yes, there are some people in the South who still consider them here. The Confederate flag will probably be a problem as well. As he jumps the General Lee. I'm sure that, I'm sure that. Well, it's like that lady at the car show that got so mad not knowing what the General Lee was and then she got internet famous for a little while for standing out in front of the General Lee saying, we've got to boycott this entire thing. I can't believe you're allowing these types of cars and these types of people. It's like, what in the hell are you talking about, lady? It's the General Lee. This is a car from the... It's like the Munster's coffin mobile. It's like you being upset about that. I'm against coffins, I'm too. I'm a coffin car. That's morbid and terrible. Kids shouldn't see this. Like, wait a minute. It's the mon- uh, you need show. to go away. So I'm sure that'll come up, too. And then you just... Sorry, Eric. Look this up. Luscious Johnny Valiant has been killed after being hit by a truck. I don't know who that is. I've yeah, he's not... Uh, he's a Hall he's of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer, though. <laughs> Can't say he's not that big. I don't he's know a who Hall he is. Old-timey wrestler on the uh, heels of WrestleMania. Pete Rose is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Right? It's all in there. Managed yeah. Hogan in Wrestling. the 80s. No, he was Hogan's manager in the early 80s. Yeah, that was a little before my time. I didn't know that. The name's familiar, but I didn't remember. Hey, he's dead. He's gone. Got hit by a truck. Tom Wopat. He was 71. Last night on the uh, local news, which I found hilarious, you know, because journalism is part of their job. They have to write stories concise and clearly. Uh, Two people were hit by a car uh, in Phoenix. Uh, Two pedestrians were hit by a car. And uh, the way the lady phrased it was, two pedestrians were hit as a truck turned into a convenience store. And I'm like, I want to see that. I didn't know trucks could do that. Transformers. Transformers. And of course it's going to hit some people. I mean, convenience store much larger than a truck. So if you're near that transformation, I want to watch that. I want to know, I want to know the new, you know, the Chevy that turns into a convenience store. It's just, that's the greatest feature in car history. Mike, you went to journalism school for, for probably five years. You got a job typing out the news, banging out the news, and that's the best you've got. For Optimus that, for the come search. and go. Yeah, <laughs> Optimus come go. Welcome to Optimus Prime come go. When I'm not a Chevrolet, I'm a C-Store. You can steal some beer from this here C-Store. Well, this will be the biggest mistake of your life. Sam Witwicky. Sam Witwicky, I'm going to turn back into a Chevy and get that Keystone light back. Oh, convenience store turned into a car and ran me over. It's a new feature in the Chevy Suburban convenience store. Two pedestrians are dead as a truck turned into a convenience store. Well, yeah, that's going to happen. That's, whenever that happens, you can expect some casualties. That's a rather large undertaking for a vehicle. His, uh, Tommy. rest of his crew, Bumblebee Tuna can. <laughs> right. Factory. 
Uh, Eric's heading out this morning to Glendale and 7th Street to the Safeway. Uh, and you've got tickets for UFC Fight Night, which is coming up not this Saturday, but next at Gila River Arena. Uh, there you go. Let's get some good fights out there. Saturday, April 14th, finally, UFC comes to Phoenix, and you can watch it live. Eric will give you tickets to that. Shinedown's going to be here the night before as Bike Week gets going. Uh, April 13th, Friday the 13th, with Shinedown at Westworld. Uh, KUPD stuff all over the place. Glendale and 7th Street. Eric taking professional photos all morning long with you, the listener. And just lie. Blue shirts Professor, only. Yeah, everybody that matches Eric, you put your arm around him and go, another happy client. Like, you don't know of what. You didn't say of your business. Just a happy client. You just have hundreds. It's a KUPD happy client. Just litter your website with you know a collage of photos with you with happy clients. Another happy KUPD clients. You didn't say who they're clients of. He likes uh, working with people in Slipknot shirts. Yeah, look at that. He's getting people who look like they can't afford anything houses. This is great. Charlie Creedle's a happy client. Charlie Creedle. I'm on my house from Emmett O'Connell. And it has a roof. Wow. Charlie's tough shed. Yeah. I bought what's called a legal dwelling. Legal dwellings also on the docket. Uh, Glendale pre-approved on that lifetime. That's impressive if you can get them pre-approved. Uh, Glendale and Seventh Street. <laughs> Rubber man. Wouldn't that be crazy, Charlie? Can- I'm thinking about maybe buying some company. How much do you have? Hey, sit down. Are you ready? <laughs> My pre-qualified for a million seven. What? I get a lot of money from the government and I spend it on nothing. He's never spent a penny. Everything oh, he spends everybody ever else's money. It's A, everybody else's money, and B, everything free. For so a like while movie there, tickets and I think food. Brady was supporting him. Yeah, Brady, you probably... Yeah, Brady, Brady kicked in about 104000 <laughs> over the midnight to, to, during the arts. <laughs> But he kicked in 107. John only gave me eleven dollars. Yeah, because I, I recognized the scam after the third time you asked me. You have ten dollars. Yeah, I do have ten dollars. Well. Yeah, I have ten dollars, and I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. None for you. And man. I'm gonna leave here with ten dollars, and you're gonna leave without ten dollars because I've earned ten dollars, and you're not getting it. Come on, have an open mind. I do, an open mind on how I plan on spending ten dollars, and it isn't on giving it to you. Like I'm like, buddy, I'll go get him from him. I'm like, Charlie, this is the last time until the next time you ask me. I got a 20. Thanks, bud. All right. There you go. Now, Glendale and 7th Street. Charlie could be out there today uh, buying houses, sucking up real estate. He's a real mogul. Uh, going out there and see Eric this morning at the glorious Safeway. Eric, what do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? All right. Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by ELOteam.com. Looking to buy or sell a home. That's the site to go to, ELOteam.com. We can help you out. All right. Uh, Megadeth's up here, Kill Switch, but Power Man 5000 is doing a free show Saturday at the Tempe Marketplace, KUPD show. Ah, remember those days, Sean? Oh, yeah. Did the free shows? Love the free shows. Oh, they're back. Good. Nobody's real. Power Man 5000. Let's do it. All right. Let's go with little Power Man 5000. They were here. Was it for uh, Homeless for the Holidays when we were down there? Was it Power uh, Man? We had Drowning Pool and... I guess Power Man wasn't. Power Man was one of the free ones that was around that time, though. Because yeah. we had Seven Dust did one, which was a huge surprise. They did like a real quick one, and then Power Man had one, and... Yeah, it was, they've, they've had, we've had a couple of good ones coming in through there. Power Mint's done them before, though. Unfortunately, that Mexican bar isn't there anymore now. Too. The drunken bar? Yeah, it's just yeah. Store, like an H&M or something. Is that an H&M now? Yeah, yeah I think Man. so, yeah. Jeez Louise. So it went from Mexican drunks to gays in Phoenix. Kind of. The clothes still smell like fajitas. Yeah, well. 
spicy. That was the cool thing about when you had the free shows, or is you could sit at there that on that patio. Yeah, you can still go up on top of Dave and Buster's, right? Yeah. You get the uh, deck there and watch that. Or you can just be in the crowd. That was the Cadillac uh, Cafe or whatever. Oh, yeah, I had the Cadillac Ranch across the Cadillac way. Ranch. But Dave and Buster's rooftop. You oh, could yeah, go up that there rooftop well. there, too. That's right. That's right. Cadillac right. Ranch is gone. All the places to what? But they still have live music. But when we were there for your birthday, they had some band out there uh, playing. Did they it really? wasn't like a yeah. real band. It was like some a bunch of 60-year-old men just honky-tonking. And uh, Megan and I stood and watched that for about four minutes as some what what appeared to be 60-year-old women. About 60-year-old women were there. But it turned out they were probably 28 and methed out of their brains. Shaking their asses, having a good old time, shaking their asses. That's I Claudette. That, I think that's the White family. Yeah, it was. It was the wonderful Whites. The Claudette's out there. She missed the Mexican restaurant. They used to go over there and eat, eat up all the fiestas. We got fiestas. You got French fries. But that's what the guy said. Claudette and the girls are here, and we're like, I got to stay for this, Megan. Claudette's going to dance. And then Claudette started okay. dancing in the crowd. There's like eight people, and Claudette's dancing. Jessica's all looking stuff. to fight. Yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, Claudette's out there shaking her ass at Tippy Marketplace. Plastered. And then they did, of course, Freebird. And I said, of course. And then we left. <laughs> but Claudette was loving it. it I'm going to get on top of that man tonight. He's the lead singer of the band. You didn't stay for Freebird? That's like a 10-minute song. Yeah, because... no, that's not one I'm going to sit through. <laughs> not for me, thank you. Bye-bye. I just wanted to see Claudette dance for a minute. And she did. She did that weird... Ride the snake meth body dance. <laughs> All by herself in a dress that fits, but is still just hanging on her her body that's being ravaged by the drug. That's a great thing about Las Vegas. Is uh, they have so many bars around there. That one time I was with Fitz. You were with us, too, when that girl was... Grinding on the dance floor, like oh, it's drunk crazy. off her ass, just uh, doing all these. You want to have some fun with your time, <laughs> and it's free. Go over to Casino Arizona on Friday or Saturday night when the bands are playing in that weird little side bar. Oh yeah, white people dancing, Indians and white people dancing. <laughs> by the time by by Harmony. like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, the Indians are sauced, and the white women are sauced, and that combination is heaven for eyes that are sober, because Indian dancing drunk is just I you know I, I don't know I don't really have other way to describe it than to say they're just the air it's constantly just dry humping the air and fast like they're finishing and white women in their 50s dancing is some sort of odd in place snake maneuvering and to watch the snake and the Indian dance together is riotously funny because there's a lot of stumbling and tripping and then occasionally a an older gent and Tommy Bahamo come in and dance to the Tom Petty song the band is playing and enjoy it. This is just a it's quick great. hillbilly dance search on Google. <laughs> there you go. That's pretty much what Claudette was doing. <laughs> yeah. So it's a... Uh, that's free entertainment right there. That bar at 11 o'clock, Casino, Arizona. The dancing is hilarious. And I like it better when Tommy Bahama white guy does dances. I think that's the most fun ever. He's usually got his crown and coke. Yeah, he's got a left hand has a drink and a right hand's doing almost the Hitler. It's almost being extended all the way out, but it's just some weird like jabbing at a balloon kind of move he's making with his Hitler hand. Or like what we saw at the at the wedding, we had there was this uh, cowboy guy at a big 10 gallon Oh hat, yeah, he was and, great. And he didn't really have rhythm as much as he had stomping. He could stomp. He could stomp and and do the line dances and but kick. 
he he fell down. He and fell down. Well, no, dances? it was how low can you go? Oh, that's right. That's out. right. And he and and right. uh, I believe it was Toledo pointed out and he goes, well, he's jumped the low thing because we're about four more how low can you goes and he's already down to fat guy levels yeah. to where the next step. And I'm like, he's just gonna lay down. And and we laughed and then we look back and he's laying down on yeah. the last two how low can you goes. Yeah. Where the big fat cowboy was laying on the ground. Gator? No, he didn't have the ability to gator. He just kind of shook. Wait, I thought did you it was do a the how low can you go? Good God, no. No, no, no. That was, that was a shout, and we were watching from. Yeah. From I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a little bit. That. Yeah, that was a little that bit softer good. now. That was yeah. a little bit softer now. And he's like, oh, he's too and he, low. And he got too low too quick. Yeah, too low too fast, and then he had to lay down, and he just kind of wriggled. I sat next to it and just watched all the shenanigans. It was Brady and I PTSD. We terrible. Terrible. Nothing. You know, it's my favorite. I put it out to John. I'm like, this is what this is what uh, Brady was like when he yeah. was DJ. Oh yeah, the DJ was mispronouncing names. Yeah. Let's bring up the uh, child of the bride, Charlene. Charla. Charlene. You got it. Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Yes. Charlemagne. My name is Carl Dick, and I'm a man. Oh, it turns out the daughter of the bride is the son is Carl. Even That's why they all got right. nicknames. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Aslan was uh, Becky's Aslan, daughter, yeah. and uh, it was Asamine or something like that. <laughs> and now the daughter Asamine <laughs> or Asmine. He called her Asmine. Yeah, like, Asmine will go up. And is her other daughter, and it was Alana or yeah. Alanis. Yeah. But Asmine was one that was like, the okay, that can't be your name, right? <laughs> During the ceremony that the uh, the priest or the pastor, you know, uh, yeah. spent a lot of time with oh, yeah. Joe and Becky. It's Jim. Yeah, <laughs> right. I've gotten to know them over the past few weeks. Their check cleared. That's really all I know. We were just, I was commenting, I'm like, all right, he's going to make his way through the whole family. So Dawson is going to become Dason. Yeah. Well, I hope the guy that performed my friend's funeral goes to hell. Because it was a Catholic ceremony where he had to lie to everybody and tell everybody how much he knows my friend Kevin. And evidently, she was a good person. <laughs> Kevin? That really happened. Yeah, I he called her, called her I she twice. He might have known something about Kevin well, that no one else knew. Well, I actually knew something about Kevin from stumbling in on him drunk. <laughs> Kevin was as tall as he was hung. It was horrifying. I'm like, okay, this is why Kevin gets all those chicks. He's an ugly little uh, Irish weasel, but there's the reason why. With a shillelagh. It was, it was a walking stick. <laughs> and I stumbled in on that once, and I'm like, all right, hi, Kevin, you're more man than I'll ever dream of being. <laughs> that thing's insane. I kind of want to just tap it with my index finger just to see if it's real. Well, it's no not- use to him now. No, it's just laying there. But it, it got used. Boy, did it. She was a good woman. Kevin. I'm like, really? The guy's name's Kevin? And you're sheen it? You're going to burn in hell, Catholic priest. We're not doing any research. How would they lie about that? I don't know. Knew him well. Why can't you just say, I don't, you know, from, and that was the thing, from getting to know his family, I knew Kevin uh, was a was a good person who had all the right motives. And I'm like, you don't know this guy at all. That's that's a common thing, though. They'll, yeah, they lie about knowing him. Because people want to have the funeral, like especially if your family's religious, they always yeah. want to have the funeral. And so well, they like, want the guy representing Jesus. Yeah, to act like he's got. I cleared it. We're good. That's, but hold on, it's a tough it. one to order up for the the guy that is representing Jesus. Say, so, you know what? This guy was a miserable. No, dude. you don't say he wasn't a no, miserable but dude. To pretend but to no, no, that's not the black and white of it. Guy. He wasn't he was a bad guy. guy. He yeah. wasn't. A, he wasn't a devout Catholic, and that guy didn't know him 
So he stood yeah. up there for an hour yeah. and pretended to be and Kevin's best false friend. Witness. Yeah, exactly. He lied about it the whole way through. But what a great friend to comfort the family. And that's the only reason. I've been to a few funerals like that. Yeah. They, they kind of Complete pretend lie. they knew. Well, like, you this know guy doesn't know. On. I'm like, what? Yeah. And all it did was make me go, he rolled up Bible pages and smoked weed with the <laughs> chick he met at a strip club. That was the closest thing to Kevin. Like, he had religion, but it wasn't like he was not following by any stress. Like he was just a good Catholic with all the right motives. I'm like, come on. Don't make up stuff about him in front of his friends. Just well, say, I, I know. didn't know him that and then, Yeah, was he the guy that was the priest when he was growing up? That's I don't what know. I assumed, because I didn't... Well, what I assumed was, the guy didn't know him. Called him she twice, said his name wrong once, and then acted like he, he could predict what Kevin's next moves were. No one couldn't. Yeah, that's just flat-out lying. And funerals can be that way where people just go up and lie about them. That's why the, the night before was more fun at the wake when his friends went up and told stories about him. And it was we had laugh after laugh. It was a great time. The stories about him were great. I don't know that him being hung like a sperm whale was uh, included in there because his mom was sitting in the front row. But we all knew. I'd have put that on display, too. It was ridiculous. That's what should be at funerals. Anybody see this guy swang at any point? I mean, if we're Catholic, we have to say thanks to God for giving Kevin that thing. I mean, he took Hideaway, but boy, oh boy, did he give him something in return. And he used it. He hosts a lot of broads. Ha, 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 ha. Now let's eat some Jesus and get the hell out of here. Yeah, that was, that's, was the, a, that's the wake talk. Well, that's the wake talk's fun, but you know, so. sitting in that room for uh, two hours while that guy just made up stories about someone he never met was... Tough pill to swallow for me, but I ate it. The time he was in India, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like no, none of this happened. Don't call him she again. It's brutal. I loved that guy. He was a good friend of mine. Let's not pretend like you had an insight just because you're pretending to be something you're not. Uh, let's do it. Let's do a little uh, Power Man for the free show. Now it's Saturday night, right? Saturday. That's a great night to do a free show. You got no school the next day. You got no work the next day. This is glorious. Uh, Power Man free show. Uh, it's your wake up song. It's 98 KUPD. Go get them, Power Man. Oh, catchy there, Power Man 5000. Nice job. Nobody's real. Free show Saturday night, Tempe Marketplace. Go see Power Man Killer. They're great fun live. And if you get a chance uh, afterwards, because, uh, you know, Tempe Marketplace is pretty close up. If you can get real close to the stage or actually manage to get close to the band, uh, they wear really heavy, heavy clothing a lot of the time, and they stink. After a show, there is <laughs> a smell tiny, right? coming off of them. Was that Rob Zombie? Mushroom Head and Power Man 5000 were absolutely Mushroom Head, I remember. smell. That was a... Uh... You know, you get it. It's it's because of hard work and stuff. But, man, the stink that comes off of them. It really put... They pour it out on stage. Let's just say that. But the smell was brutal. Delamitri is the only band I've ever smelled worse. Now it's just because they were Scottish, and I think they were covered in their own... And when they... Open the door to that uh, RV there, all traveling. Oh, oh boy! Well, Mushroom Head—they have to wear the full body suits yeah, and masks, and I mean, they, they sweat it out. There's no doubt. But, but their turnaround was tight that day, and they're also used to stinking amongst each other, so they don't smell it anymore. They're like India. They're nose blind. Yeah, they're they're nose blind. They're like India. They they that's normal to them. We probably smell to them. Our our healthy soaps and stinks and deodorants and stuff probably made their noses turn the other way. <sighs> Freshness. Oh God, like a French hooker. But yeah, uh, if you get a chance, Power Man has a, a really strong... That's just proof they put it out there for you. Which is always what I think about when I think of uh, groupie girls that go backstage. 
you know, even the little things that we do with sodomizing Linda there, I leave that stage feeling gross. Like just, and that's just small stage stuff. You just start tearing it up up there. You start sweating. Those lights are hot. And there's someone that would oh. come up there and fully just, service. Just start going. I, just, I always think of that. Uh, is it Tommy Lee's book, The Motley Crew? Oh, yeah, when they, they, they wouldn't take contest. baths on purpose to see how many girls they could get without bathing. Because it was that's how slutty the chicks were being to bang fame. Star efforts. And it's gross. So I can't imagine like being a real band on a real stage, tearing it up, pouring out all that sweat, and then having some girl going, I don't that doesn't bother me. Like real literally my crack is just soaked. Feels like I've got Vaseline in there. Here's some triple bock. Yeah. You want a foamy, frothy okay. It's gonna be like root beer down there. Thick and foamy. Here's a straw. Ugh. But that's what star do. They earn their names. And they try to, you know, show guys like Tommy Lee that there's nothing he can do that will make her go away. I don't care how much you stink. You can poop on me. I mean, Chuck Berry in that infamous video just started peeing on that lady. She's like, what are you doing? He goes, I don't know. And she just, okay. She just... Didn't want to do it, obviously. But just kind of batting it away, like. Eh. Then he farted on her. He's like, "Sorry, baby. What can I do to make you go? I don't think anything. I think I'm just going to keep pushing the boundaries until you finally say that's enough. Chuck Berry's not worth it." Then the other famous Chuck Chuck Negron from Three Dog oh, Night. Yeah, his pee pee blew up. That's different. So much action. Yeah. It didn't go down. Oh, yeah. yeah. His penis exploded like a hot dog in a microwave. Poor, poor the film. medical journal. That's <laughs> rough. That's a rough story. Looked like a broccoli tater. Oh. Anyway, love the one you're with. That's what I say. And wash it. Uh, Glendale and 7th Street. That's where Eric's going this morning. Safeway at Glendale and 7th Street. I know it well. Uh, he's got UFC Fight Night tickets. He's got Shine Down tickets for April 13th. And KUPD stuff coming out the wazoo. Go visit them. Very moderate. Eric who's proud of it because he knows how bad it is to be called the liberal. So he's shouting it from the rooftops that he's not what people think he is. But let's be honest. Uh, we'll talk to Eric in just moments when he gets out there. And the Brady Report is coming up next. Scott's Mac right there. Love, hate, sex, pain. Uh, Eric's out there at uh, Glendale and 7th Street. I would assume he will be getting there quite shortly. Uh, he's got those tickets for UFC Fight Night, which are going to be phenomenal. We've got Fight Night over there at Gila River Arena. April 14th. That's uh, not this Saturday, but next. Shine Down, not this Friday, but next. Good weekend next weekend uh, for stuff to do. Shine Down. Uh, the UFC fight night, you got all sorts of things. You can go see Sodomizing Linda uh, slash Gangrenous Taint performing live at uh, Rock Bar Saturday night. By request, I don't know how this ever happened. We got requested to do the Allison Chains Unplugged. You know Lane Staley's 50th? He's 50. This would be his 50, the year 50 for Lane Staley, and he passed away in April. So it's kind of a tribute to both things. That's unbelievable to think of Lane Staley as a 50-year-old man. But there he is, Toledo, your age. Ah. A few months younger than him. Just barely. Just Yeah, barely, but there it is. Uh, Eric's out there this morning, Glendale on 7th Street, if you want to go out there. I'm not uh, seeing the phone ring. I'm worried about him. I'm worried it shouldn't have taken this long. Is he all right? It says call. Go ahead. There's, he sent me a picture, he and his wife. Their real that's estate, professional one? Their, their phony real estate team. Oh, picture. the blue blue shirt the looks blue much shirts. better. Yeah, don't put that on business cards. And put her on business cards. She yeah. looks great. She should really branch off on her own. <laughs> Yeah. 
Maybe he's trying to call. Do you see Eric as more of an advisory role or what? Uh, I just branch off. I see him more as another real estate agent. Yeah, one of those deals. Anyway, there he is. In. Uh, Eric's out there. Yeah, it's a lovely picture, Eric. You're, the blue uh, really makes your eyes pop. You think so? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. And you know what it looks like to me is like, oh, look at this nice lady helping these uh, mentally handicapped people getting houses. That's a nice photo. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you, look, you look into it. You look really confident. That's a compliment, Eric. It's a confident look on Eric's face in that photo. It's the. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, really, I'm really. I love being that's how here I look. Right I always now. look the same in pictures. Like, why am I doing this? And it's the smile of hate. I can't stand posed photos, and you're in one, and your face says, I don't want to be here. Maybe I should just make it L-O-Team.com. Yeah, just do L-O. No, L-O. 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 team. L-O, comma, team. Hello, team. Let's sell houses, huh? Yeah, it doesn't... Just go with the O team. Yeah. Oh, big O. Oh, yeah. The big O. I could into that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was taken. Yeah, not a confident uh, face in that photo. Lisa looks great. Great picture for Lisa. You, 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 you know what? You look moderate in that photo. That's the way to be, John. Yeah. Moderate. You look middle of the road. Right. Not a lot of confidence. You could independent. Split it. That no. you're independent you know, thinker. Yeah, I guess not somebody who really is, uh, you know, pushing me not one direction. Yeah. yeah. You can split uh, it up about what you sell, too, because you can have above you, like, from trailers to mansions. Yeah. And mansions right. above. Yeah, over, over Lisa. Yeah, over Lisa, yeah. yeah. And then from trailers to yeah. mansions, yeah. Uh, what is it to, from the, from the, I forget the phrase, from the house to the penthouse, something like that? There you go. That's it. There's a slogan. You're the house, and she's the penthouse. <laughs> I'm it's, putting that on sign. That's your new team name. Yeah. It's house to penthouse realty. STP. Hey, STP. I love unlike it. Unlike Brady, John, unlike Brady, I'm going to use your wonderful idea. Do it. Yeah, there see if you can pass that off on the who's really in charge of this thing. I love my new marketing plan. STP. That's a great STP realty. House to penthouse. This is great. Now now you're going to want to take the photos because you represent houses. And then she represents classy stuff. Great job. Yeah, I could wear flannel and stuff. You yeah, can no, do that yeah. or you can just be awful. Although, in a way, you, you are using my idea, Eric. So I got the ball rolling on Yeah, he did. Yeah. Brady wants credit for yeah. it. Come on. I'm helping you out, Eric. I didn't hear it. He's very upset about that. He likes credit. You can expect another gift card, Eric. thought we were a team here for crying out loud. I mean, that yeah, it's an individual he, battle. He, wow. He rules me out, right? Well, no, I'm, I'm trying to help about you. It's all right. It's, you know, I still of... haven't gotten the cash for that, by the way. <laughs> plenty Waiting. of times. You, oh, you haven't gotten cash for the bet yesterday, the $1,000 loss? You still have the Porkopolis yeah. gift card? It's in the mail. You got to pay uh-huh. that. You got to pay that. It's lost bets. Toledo's got it. Don't make bets you can't pay or you'll be a Toledo. Nothing to do with it. You'll be a, That's why we eliminated Toledo from the bet. He doesn't pay promptly or at all. Uh, Eric's out this morning. Glendale and 7th Street, the representative of the crap house side of STP Realty. Uh, and he's out there in a very nice area, Glendale and <laughs> 7th Street. What do you got for us, Eric? They decided for UFC Fight Nights right around the corner here at Gila River Arena, Saturday, April 14th. Uh, Shine Down tickets. I have two pairs of Shine Down tickets, one pair of UFC Fight Nights. So uh, come on down and try to win these Shine Downs. going to be at Westworld for Bike Week. 
a lot of great bands playing now. Like with Chevelle's going to be out yeah. there, um, ZZ Pop, and yeah. we have Shine Down tickets. So there's a lot of good bands. Friday, April 13th, so we're Shine Down's plan. And then, of course, 98K, PD Schwab. Come down and see me, Safeway, Glendale, and 7th Street. Uh, look for the badass parking lot with all the solar panels. Yeah, solar panels, and even better, goats and peacocks right next door. What? Whitfield Nurseries right next door. They got goats and peacocks. Occasionally, peacocks will shoot out of there and uh, end up in the Safeway parking lot, and the Safeway employees and the Whitfield employees have to chase them around. It's awesome. It's a nursery thing because I told you they've oh, got the, the the dead poster up for the uh, peacock in our neighborhood. It's dead. Well, somebody ran over it, so they oh. put up a sign. R.I.P. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I've been to that Safeway a couple times, Eric, where there's a peacock in the parking lot, and they're chasing it around, and it is hilarious. So pray for that one today. Maybe you'll get a little luck. All right, good luck to you, my friend. There you go. Later. Crap House to Penthouse Realty. Uh, the O'Connor. One of them's out there at Glendale and 7th Street. Go get them. Uh, Brady, it's time now for you to give us all the news that only you know brought to you by our friends at Hooters. One week away from the Hooters bikini pageant hosted by Dick Toledo and judged by... Uh, creepy E, moderately judged. He won't uh, judge one way or the other. He can't really make up his mind on anything. Just down the center, milk um, toast. I it. like you all. Yeah, I think you're all doing very well. I can't really make a decision on milk toast, man. Uh, so, yeah, it's a beautiful thing uh, if he's out there doing the thing, and it'll be the last time, I'm guessing, that Hooters is allowed to do this. So take advantage of it. In the world of hashtag MeToo's and ladies' rights and equality. And this is the Arizona, all of the Arizona stores. So this is the cream awesome. of the crop. Awesome. Parading them around in bikinis, because that's what we want, and Hooters knows it. Thank you, Hooters. Brady, report it. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. A couple of Thursday fun facts. There's only one person who's had a losing record as the University of Kansas men's basketball coach. Okay. James Naismith. Oh, the inventor of basketball. His record as a coach was 55 and 60. Who was he losing 1998 to? 1998 to 1907. He invented the game. Who's he losing to? Just change the rules as you go. It's yours. Nope, that basket didn't count. You didn't throw a pine cone at the guy in the front row. What? I didn't know. That's a new rule. Naismith rules. That's playground rules. You make them up as you go. You got to pick up a pine cone and throw it. I, I just added it yesterday. We're out of pine cones, your, James. Your last 10 points don't count unless you hit people with flaming pine cones. And you guys didn't do that. You don't read the rule book. You can't play the game. Kansas wins again. How did he have a losing record? He invented the game, thereby well, inventing he came the up team. With the initial game, and then maybe some other guys said, "Well, if we do this in college, here are the new rules." Yes, he just wasn't a leader of men. Yeah. He was an ideas man for 112 games, and they're like, "That's enough, Naismith. He can't win. Go invent something else." James. And maybe he was a great player. Get me money for that? I wonder. Inventing basketball. Well, at the time, how would you? I mean, there wasn't a no crowd. There's no advertising. There's no marketing department. He did it it for society. Did he? I don't know. Was there a trademark office at that point? I guess there was. I don't think he'd have invented it because of the time he came from, if he knew what it was going to turn into. I I, I honestly believe that. I don't think the guy that invents basketball, if if you told him, I'm like, you know what's going to happen. Black people are going to dominate this thing, and it's going to be a real... Uh, popular urban sport. Oh, forget from, it then. I'm not doing it. He was from the north. He was a Yankee. The original Globetrotters were all them. Jewish. Right. Abe Saperstein had a Jewish look basketball at, look team. Look at those pictures. Yeah. You, it's weird. But you're, yeah, I mean. He wouldn't have invented it. Everyone then was a horrible racist, Brady. Everyone. All of them. Kansas didn't allow black players. You don't think so? No. Kansas didn't even allow black players when he was there. 
He, but didn't, I he didn't scream out and say, well, let's get some black people on this floor. So he was he was in it. He invented it, but if you'd have told him, you know what you're doing here, right? You're creating a real... Oh, black people never have rights enough to play that. No one would watch that. Maniacal Negro ball. That's the old uh, Michael Jordan Saturday Night Live sketch where he was uh, Sweet River Baines. And he played... Is that his team? No, that's just the original Globetrotter. That's the Globetrotter. It was all Jews and two black guys are like, Give me the ball. Shalom. Hey, Jaime, pass it to me. I don't know if I want to pass it to you. He passes it to Lipschitz. You never pass back. Lipschitz and I never get the ball back. You're the black hole. I passed you. It disappears. By the way, by a the great, way great nickname for you, the black hole. What are you looking at, Meadowlark? Don't pass to the black hole anymore, Lipschitz. We'll never see the ball again. We got to get rid of these Jews, man. We need some guys. We need some of our guys. They can't jump. They slow. We've got Silverstein, yeah. Brownstein. All right, here we go. Black Hole, you're starting in the middle. Don't pass it to the Black Hole. Lipschitz, Silverstein, Goldman, you're the backcourt. We're going to have a great game. Oh, you gave it to the Black... I oh, scored. He did that thing again. Oh, he jumped over a guy. It's dangerous having him out there. I'm sorry, Coach. Their reaction to the I, first I dunk. Oi! <laughs> well, that was what the... Uh, the Sweet River Baines thing for Saturday Night Live is this. Rob Schneider did a great job as the play-by-play guy. He's like, there's another pass to Sweet River Baines. Oh, there's that move again when he dunked into the thing. <laughs> and it was boring. People were bored because nobody could stop him. And then they, the coach told him uh, not to do it anymore, and he came back in the second half. Well, Sweet River Baines not as productive, but it's a lot more pleasing to the eye than that maniacal Negro devil ball he was playing. And that's exactly how our world worked. You can say it didn't, Brady, but that's how people work. They didn't allow them to play back in the day, and James Naismith was in on that. So I say he wouldn't have invented it the same ways. He'd have made it like you had to have, uh, you couldn't be taller than 5'8". It would have been one of the rules. It would have been for short white men. And to say different is crazy, because if he was a real pioneer, he'd have noticed the giants on the other side and said, you know, it's probably easier for them to get it up in the peach basket. I'm going to go to the Sudan. Speaking of the Sudan, by the way, I don't, think they, town. I don't think they've got a food problem. I think I discovered a little issue here. Now, my buddy Janny from the Sudan, he's there right now, one of the Lost Boys, comes over to my house about three months ago and we're talking and stuff, and uh, the lemon trees were in full bloom. Crazy amount of lemons. I'm like, Janny, I got, and he's like, you got so many lemons. I'm like, I know. Do, do, can I have some? I'm like, sure. So Janny goes out there. I should have gotten photos of it. And starts plucking lemons off the tree. And I'm not kidding when I say there were probably 400 lemons on there. When Janie was done, none. none. Zero. Cleaned. Cleaned the lemon nice. trees. Like three lemon trees. Cleaned them. Picked them clean. Leaves with garbage bags of lemons. I'm like, what are you going to do with all those? Oh, and I put lemon in everything. I like food. And I'm like, well, I can imagine you're making up for lost time. So anyway, he takes them home. Not a nary a lemon since that day. He got his Sudanese no food hands all over my trees. And they are barren now. All through the blooming season, Janny touched Wait, my man, trees. You didn't even get any blooms, and you got nothing. Nothing. Wow. Though they made flowers, and they smelled like That's here like we go. Next nothing. stop, lemon tree, and these have been some productive ass lemon trees. He put his African no food hands on there, and now those trees are done. Barren. Done. Not a lemon on them. I went out to pick lemons to make a drink because I'm drinking again. Thank God. Off the RM3, I can have a couple of drinks now. 
go out to get a couple lemons. I'm looking in there, and there's like one dead one. Like Janny came and put his African voodoo on this thing, and now my trees don't make food. It's them. It's not the, the area. They make food go away. I'm going to sue him. He's going to buy me some new... F- no, I'm not going to let him touch my trees anymore. I've never seen somebody pick lemons. Mexicans, you think are good at picking lemons? You haven't seen the Sudanese go after it. One dude cleared out three trees, four trash bags, stuffed them in the back of his Prius. I've never seen it in less than an hour. This little thing looks great. The stick with the lemon picker on it. And he'd reach in and the thorns would just slice him up. Didn't even flinch. I'm like, getting all chopped up. Doesn't that hurt? Instantly heals. There's food in this tree. I know. I'm going to eat all of your lemons. All right, Janny. Yeah, I'm going to have them over. I'm going to, you remember the last time you were here? Of course. What was, what was the difference between the trees then and now? They used to have an abundance of yellow lemons. <laughs> and now what? Just please. That's your fault. You're the last one to touch them. It's now an oak tree. <laughs> it's just this dead, <laughs> weird Tim Burton tree. It's like, what is this? We're not to get a lemon for a, a delicious vodka soda last night. I got nothing. Nary a lemon. Don't let a Sudanese touch your trees. Interesting. I know. It is kind of an interesting thought. Because I've had my friend Phil Avila and his wife Belinda. It's like, oh, your trees are really full of lemons. May we? Sure. Please help us out. I hate to waste them. Pop, 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 pop. Lemons. I pick lemons for Gloria up front. She eats them like apples. It's creepy. Pick tons of lemons. Sudanese guy touches them. Trees are like, well, we're not doing that again. My trees are racist. My lemon tree looks like a Tim Burton tree. I mean, it's all over the yeah. place. And even the the guys won't even touch it when they're doing the lawn, the landscape. Why? They, they do the uh, orange, the two orange trees, and leave the lemon go. I think it it swipes at them or something. It's evil. <laughs> it's like the trees from it's the like Wizard of Oz. Harry Potter. They, well, I know how to stop that tree from growing. It's all over the The healing hands of that warlock Janny. Thinking about calling him. Yeah, get him over there. Let me lay your hands on this fruit-bearing food machine. I will dry it up like the entire region of my homeland. Yeah, Janny's people are the problem. You could grow tons of food where they live, but if they touch the fields, they go dry. Uh, We planted a little garden uh, the other day. And I'm going to let Janny come over and see because it's going really well. So let's just see if Janny comes over and it dries up and no more production. We'll know it's them, not the... We've been trying to feed Africa for years. We never once looked into the idea that maybe it's them. Remember all those early uh, 20s, the uh, fruit and produce labels? They'd always use the horrible caricatures of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got them posted. Uh, Yeah, you have big posters in your house. And uh, That's how I know about that. I've noticed that they never used the... Blacks on um, the citrus. <laughs> All right, Naismith. So maybe that's... Had to be a better phrase than that. <laughs> it was always Indri- Indians yeah. on the citrus, blacks on Indians yams. Indians on the citrus. Yeah. I never saw that. Yeah, we got... Uh, there's two Arizona. Oh, Native American Indians. Native American, oh, okay. yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, I've had... The, the Avilas have done it a hundred times, and the trees seem to generate more fruit than ever after my Mexican family picked off stuff. Those Sudanese, I tell you what, one touch. I have dubbed the barren tree. Starvation lives here. Wow, I guess you're right, Brady. Heap good citrus, Brady. You're old enough to remember heap good. No, I've just seen the labels. <laughs> That's pretty. That had to, that is not pretty cool. <laughs> I have that. That is horrible. I've, I got that one. 
I you've got heap one. good? No, inside quality. Oh, yeah, with the big... Yeah, uh, you got that that's one. citrus yeah. there. There, I'm wrong. Yeah, okay. I you had this one, too. Did you have Topsy? No. Put those up there and heap good. Heap good. That is just awful. One. That There's one's at least Cherokee oranges. honest. There's Indian Hill citrus. That's a big warrior. In um, Arizona, I think it was oranges. Sun Sun Gold. And they had a. You had inside quality citrus was your poster that you had in your house when I went over there and said, "Oh, maybe Brady's not who I think he is." Heat good citrus. Mm. Heat good. Anyway, you know what you don't see on there? It's a bunch of Sudanese people with a an abundance of fruit trees. It's them. The land dies when they touch it. I'm convinced of it. I'm going to let him walk around in my grass when it gets nice and green this summer and see if there's a trail of where he walks that he just kills the grass. It turns into like little dirt. It's He's that, been it's over him. there plenty of times. I don't know if I've ever had him in the grass. You haven't tracked him yet? <laughs> He's not allowed. I don't know if he's allowed. Well, for a while, well, it's usually wintertime. And it's the winter lawn, so nobody's really allowed in the grass. It's also very swampy, so, you know, when you're trying to get the winter grass to come in, it's always wet, so nobody really walks in it. And after Janny walks through it, there's yellow foots. Yeah, little, like, just dead, barren dirt, desert, just sand. <laughs> sand and, like, a... a, a Janny, what are you doing? Get off the grass! Yeah. And there's a hyena carcass. It was weird. Just appeared. Leonardo DiCaprio's first on-screen kiss was with a man. Ooh, in the basketball diaries. Total Eclipse in 1995. Oh, the actor he kissed was David, is it uh, Thule? Thulis? Thulis. Or uh, Thulis. Thulis. Oh, yeah, the guy from Fargo. David Thulis, I think it is. And Professor Lup- Lupin in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, that dude's awesome. He's amazing in the last season of Fargo. We had a little April Fool's joke uh, backfire. This happened in France, the town of Beauvais. The mayor decided to play a little joke because the town um, is having a tough time with jobs. It's a poor town. One of the mi- big companies moved out of there a while back, and so a lot of jobs, uh, jobless people. So her announcement was, hey, Ikea is moving here. 4,000 jobs coming oh. our way. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> 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 April Fool's. Why would she do that? I don't, don't think she's going to be mayor much longer. That's the mayor. <laughs> and, and she's overseeing an absolute mess of unemployment during a time when unemployment's lower than it's ever been in this country. Oh, it's France. Yeah, ah, good. Yeah. She's a frog. That's all. I was going to say, in America, if you're not finding jobs right now, it's, they're falling on people. It won't last forever, but it's great right now. On uh, March 63rd, a 19-year-old woman bared her breasts Excuse me. in Florida. Excuse me. On March 19th, a 63-year-old woman bared her breasts. March 63rd. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was being. I was it at 6.60 p.m.? Yeah, and it's we, happened we, again. We were rolling right over it. <laughs> I thought. Say, Hold on. Like March of 63? <laughs> no, Why March 63rd. 55 long years ago. Which would be like, what, May 2nd? Well, I, I think it's just a year. <laughs> I don't know. Start over. No, I was doing that on purpose because it wasn't a 19-year-old woman bearing her breasts. This is, seems to be a trend that's happening in Florida. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, on March 19th, 
it was not a young woman. It was a 63-year-old oh. lady just basically hanging her... Her cans out. Yeah, trying to get a ride, but uh, she's got some nice eyes. Oh, Jesus. So she just had her boobs out. Yeah, staying on the side of the road. Not sure why the math got so weird there. I want to see that. I was trying to make it sexy because of a 19-year-old lady, but it yeah. wasn't. On March 63rd? What's I'm not sure you did that March on purpose. I'm going to have to say you didn't do that on purpose. Just, you, just, you tripped over the tires. <laughs> Let me start this obstacle again. Today is National Deep Dish, deep dish Pizza Day. All right. <laughs> almost deep dish pizza. <laughs> Let's just reset. <laughs> All right. I'll reset. Do you have a button, Buzz? Because <laughs> you're in the SAP Today mode. is National Deep Dick Pizza Day. Yeah, that's right. It's, a, Boy, it's quite a battle. are getting calls today. Yeah, yeah. Quite a battle in the pizza world. Is it? They ask the question, what do you like, deep dish pizza or pizza. your regular thin crust? Nobody hates you it. you got to be prepared for deep dish. Though. You have preferences. Yeah, you just don't eat as much. Yeah, yeah. Well, now it's 51%. Yeah, it's that's thin it. crust, 49 But deep. nobody hates the other. They just prefer one over the other. It's pizza. Adam Carolla's quote about pizza is always going to stand with me as some of the greatest philosophy ever. Pizza and BJ's are about the same. Some you like more than others, but you're never going to turn a slice down. And it's correct because only 4% of people say they're pizza snobs. Yeah. No, there's definitely a preference. Like, I like this over that. But if you have thin crust, which I'm not a huge fan of, I'll eat it and it's still very good. I just know there's pizza that I like better, but I'm never going to go, oh, yuck, I hate that. I don't like some toppings. But yeah. That's what's great about pizza. You just peel them off. Which brings us to the online uh, <laughs> poll. Somebody said, if Danny jumps in your pool, will it dry up? That is a test I am going to try. <laughs> I got in your pool and all 28,000 gallons is gone. How did you do it? It's following me everywhere. When he gets in the shower, does anything come out? Sand. I open up the plumbing and sand. I, yeah, it's got to be it. He gets in my pool. And <laughs> Boy, Janet, you're really playing for some sins there. I want to swim, but I, it all goes away. Let's have some lemons. Well, we would. I'm going to have him live in my house for a while and just see if it just if it just starts going south. Sudan. So the new online poll matched up a bunch of competing brands. For example, like Coke versus Pepsi. And had people choose the one they prefer. New Pepsi challenge. Yeah. Coke or Pepsi? 76% said Coke. Yeah. McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. McDonald's. 78% McDonald's. Yeah. It all bears out in the sales, right? Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Was the biggest one. Yeah. 92%. Yeah. The remotes Netflix. on most smart TVs have a Netflix button. Yep. Not all of them have a Hulu. Yep. Instagram or Snapchat? Uh, Instagram. That almost got nasty, too. <laughs> Snapchat? <laughs> 68%. Which is what it is. I know. DC or Marvel? Marvel. That's Marvel a tight one, but Mar Marvel's winning because the movies are... They do them so much better. better. Nickelodeon or Disney? I would Disney. venture to say, though, that uh, DC has uh, two of the better superheroes. Oh, they yeah, just don't absolutely. make good movies. No, they make horrible Batman movies. Because Batman is ten times better than anything the yeah. uh, Marvel's got. As just, far as like what people like, but the Dark Knight and Wonder Woman are the only good movies they've ever yeah. made, and the Christopher Nolan ones were unbelievable. 
Walmart or Target? Target. But Walmart will win that one probably. Walmart's going to be, yeah, that's a tight one, I bet. 75% say Target. Oh, okay. I think that's just because you don't want to admit you Walmart yeah, is yeah. your favorite. Nike or Adidas? Nike. 65% Nike. Only 65 yeah. Ben & Jerry's or Haagen-Dazs? Oh, Ben & Jerry's has a bigger name. Probably more readily available. I think Hagendas has an expensive kind of vibe to it, even though it's not. So I go with Ben and yeah. Jerry. If he seventy-five percent Ben and Jerry. Yeah, it seems like you're spending too much for ice cream when you buy PlayStation Hagen-Dazs. or Xbox. That's Xbox. PlayStation has a nowadays. I say it's PlayStation. Close. Yeah, I was going to say PlayStation's losing this battle. Fifty-six percent mm-hmm. said PlayStation. Yeah, oh. but they they were first, so they were killing it. You got to catch them. Yep. It, it is going to be surpassed after Pizza this Hut or Domino's. Ooh, Domino's Pizza Hut is. I don't know. Not what it once was. I was going to say something worse. I got to say Pizza Hut. Been around long. the closest one, but Domino's 52%. Oh. Yeah, that's tie. This uh, woman, 38 year old Kelly Rollette from uh, Benton County, Washington, did one of those DNA tests from Ancestry.com. Yeah. She did it last year. Big surprise in her results. Her father, Howard Fowler, Uh-oh. wasn't listed as her father. Instead, the test said her father was a man named Gerald Mortimer. 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 The Duke's. <laughs> fertility doctor. Oh, Her mom no. was seeing the fertility doctor. Or... She was, ha- was having trouble conceiving. So, oh. Doc Mortimer suggested mixing Howard's sperm with some from a donor who had a higher sperm count. Not it's a knowing. cocktail. Why the doctor put mix? his own seed in there. He's the dad. He's the dad. Why now she's you, suing him. Why would you ever mix? Oh, you got to you're the daughter get, is getting suing. paid. You're trying to get a lady pregnant. You come yeah, up with ideas. Why would you mix though? Your Do own one or the other. He probably didn't. Yeah, he just said he did. I added yeah. some stuff to this. It's just his because he's like let I'm tired. alone being the doctor's seed. Yikes. You so how many more does he have out yeah, there? Yeah, he's got a ton of babies out there. Is he dead? No. Oh, no. Bills are heading his direction. Woof. John, if it rains all this week while Jenny's in Africa, then we'll know. (laughs) (laughs) If we get replenished. If I see one goddamn lemon start to sprout on that tree just because it knows Jenny's over on the other (laughs) continent. I go to Sudan for two weeks. Go outside and say that to my lemon trees. Lemon trees, I am of no threat to you for 14 days. One fortnight. All right, boys, we can produce lemons. The death hand of Sudan is not going to touch us again. Another guy says, hey, John, that house next to you is for, is for sale, right? Put Janny in that one. See, uh, Watch see all the trees, die. <laughs> Watch like they'll be Instant like... Instant Xeriscape. Uh, <laughs> giant oxen or whatever those things are with the big bulbous heads that tote their water. The, wa- oh, yeah. the, wa- the, the Cape Buffalo. The Cape Buffalo, yeah, he's got a couple. I don't know where they come from. <laughs> Janny, I got to tell you, it's been years and years of us writing songs and trying to feed you guys from the air because we don't want to land the planes we just drop rice on you the problem is you you have the death hands of no food all your citrus trees die and they're not dying the citrus trees are incredibly healthy they've been the most productive citrus trees i've ever seen in my life for the six years i've lived in this house constantly people are like that thing is so full of lemons i'm like i know Janie picked it dry not not another lemon since. You've got a lawsuit. And it's been since the football season ended. This was January. All through the blooming times. All, all through the time when the lemon trees are like, oh, the weather is perfect for us to make lemons. 
I see the trees out there dancing. They're having to. Jenny ruined it. He's got like 50 trees in his backyard. Yeah, they're all craggy. No, they're not. I know for a fact he is the he is the minister of death. Sucks the life out of him. He just. I touch you thinner. Uh, got a couple of radio videos. The first one is this uh, woman I did hear about this yesterday in Connecticut. She was the DMV doing her driving test. Backed up into the uh, DMV office. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Pretty good video? scattering. She, uh, you know, hit the gas instead of the brake. Yeah. Uh, that should be the first lesson, right? <laughs> right. Fail. No, the skinny pedal is bad when you're trying to stop. Good news, no one was hurt. All right, here we go. She backs into the DMV. Oh, yeah, they're That's standing in line. Do. Doing... Look at, somebody's looking at her. Scamper. Somebody's yeah. looking. This you lady, can see the. Uh, this lady is here. It comes. Right here it comes. <laughs> here it is. Oh my oh. god. Ah, it's horrible. Yeah, backed right into the DMV. Did she pass? Because I've seen her driving. I think. I think she works here. Her name is Amy. She works downstairs and parks on forty-five she degree got the, angles. She uh, infraction for unsafe backing. Yesterday, Amy pulled into the parking lot. First off, I've watched her pull into this parking lot about twelve times in the most unsafe. You got the best view. Manner ever. She parked her car sideways. Like she, tr- oh. she, she waved out like she was going to pull it in and then went in on a 45. Doug was behind her and had to gas it because she went right into reverse and started to back up before she looked. <laughs> Doug had to gas it to go around her. And then he parked and she goes, I saw Doug. He parked right next to me. I'm like, yeah, he had to. He was forced to make a really evasive maneuver because you are a terror. And now she's got a, a bun in the oven. I'm like, you're driving for two now and there's no oh, safety seat so there. The hormones are going crazy. Uh, no, there's nothing to do with it. I don't want to say my reasoning, but it's Long because she's uh, now there's you'll added visit, pressure. You'll visit <laughs> she's, she's pregnant. That's what I'll say. Yes. Only only people who are capable of being pregnant are women. Oh, you said it, not me. <laughs> I, I'm progressive. I'll take. The I believe a man can get pregnant. I'm sure of it. If he old really Ned wants Beattie. to, yeah, old Ned, yeah, whatever his name was. Yeah. Either way, I'm not saying why it's happening. Jim B. I don't know. Who it is. I don't care. But he was a pregnant man. Isn't he in town? He used to be. pregnant man? Whatever. That's beside the point. You guys are distracted. (laughs) Well, we'll see how she does today. I'll say it has nothing to do with her heritage or her sexuality. As an Asian woman, she's a fine driver. I'm sure of it. Except for she can't drive. It's terrible. The maneuver yesterday was horrifying. It's just coincidental. And she laughs. I watch her every morning. It's a show for me. Oh, there's Amy. Let's see how she blows this. About what time does she roll in? I want to see this. Uh, it, it varies, but she'll be here in a little bit. I'll point her out. All right. Sometimes she's successful, but yesterday's parking was 45 degrees into two no straight No pressure lines. this morning, Amy. Never seen anything like it in my life. And then nearly killed Doug. So probably about 8.30, I'm guessing. No. So Doug delays his time now? To- but Doug doesn't like getting behind her. <laughs> the next radio video happened yesterday at the Par 3 contest. Oh, this is brutal. Golfer Tony Fanau. Dislocated his ankle celebrating a hole in one. Yeah, they have a par three contest on the Wednesday before Tom the Masters. Tom Watson starts. won it. He did. He did. How many hole in ones did Jack he get? Nicholas's grandson aced number nine on the ninth one. hole. Well, this guy gets the hole in one and starts celebrating. Yeah, this must have been. And his um, ankle falls off. It just dislocates. Yeah, yeah. Deadspin's got a picture brutal. of it. It's and gross. And he pops it back in. Yeah, because it just comes apart, but it's it's a horrible roll. <laughs> And now at the seventh hole, this There's was just a moment ago, Tony Finau. Oh, I mean, it is a full on top of the oh, shelf. That's a good draw. Hold it back. That's a big hill on the seventh. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, here, we're buffering again. That's all right. But we're not going to be able to see We're not going to see his ankle break. Come on, Internet. No, it buffers at the same spot every time. Ah, look at it at home. Because it's worth it. The dude stands. There we go. Here we go. He's running down the fairway. He does a little jump. Grimace gets in the way of the camera. Reverse, reverse. Watch this. Oh, oh, it's off. His ankle's just off. It just fell off. Oh, and he puts it back on. And oh, my ankles just come off like that all the time. And he's walking on it. Yeah, well, he it pops right back in. He rolls it right off. Great move, dummy. Somebody's going to have to come out here. By the way, I don't have a tendon left in my ankle. Can I still golf? Oh, good. And the medical team of children comes running out to him. That's his family 13. What yeah. the? He's got 13 kids? Oh. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Looks this. like it. So that's what used to happen to your ankle. Oh, my ankles just come off all the time. I never got them treated from all the times I rolled them, so then I'd just be walking along, my ankle would come off. I'd wake up and my ankle wouldn't be attached. It would just kind of go click. Here's your brain video. You're comfortable with it. No, I was never comfortable. Never? No, it was awful. I wore high tops everywhere. I looked like an idiot. The final radio video is from Ohio, John. All right. Now this you're seeking mom. out wins, aren't you? No. Okay, this is not this a win. This mom decided to prank mean. her kids. It hasn't um, happened yet, but you what make you the call. You make the call. Traumatizing or okay. is it funny? Like a two-year-old? Yeah, mom's prank was mommy lost her tongue, and it's on the, yeah, it's on the floor. It. It's pretty. And the kids are running off, terrified. Did she say mommy's tongue? Did she have yeah. blood in her mouth? Yeah, here's the older... Is her mouth not Listen, right. listen. Can you talk? Is her mouth full she of blood, Brady? No, she's just closed. That means you lost your voice. That means you lost your voice. It's like, what is he like? Oh, poor little bastard. He's got great advice, too. That's the, he's very smart. <laughs> That's great. Do that at home today. <laughs> that turned into an awesome reaction. I'm a doctor. Yeah, yeah, I got to do that. <laughs> I can watch that kid suffer all day. I'm, I'm That's wondering, man, great. is she going to catch some heat for this? Uh, yeah, it's not. It's so. not. She should have kept that at home. Oh, his face. <laughs> He's like the guy from Intervention. We go go to a doctor. Why does he oh, talk like that? He's, he's, he's too old to sound yeah, that, that stupid. He needs speech therapy. Yeah, he's, he sounded pretty dumb. But still, he had great advice. <laughs> you have to go to the hospital. You have to go doctor. Oh, jeez, my kids are stupid. I'm going to traumatize them. Oh, man. Anybody that big talking that stupid, that kid needs to be. There's two reasons. <laughs> Make him say the doctor thing again. Okay. This is like a six or seven year old, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get before that when he says the doctor. Yeah, he's, he's got to be. That's like a two-year-old. How much go to doctor? How much go to doctor? <laughs> Mom's dying. <laughs> That's great stuff. Yeah, it's traumatizing. But yeah, it's great. Great for me. Not my kid. Poor little kid. I feel I felt terrible for him when he came over and he's like, "All right, I'm not gonna cry." Yeah. Me no not cry. All right, he's a little bit he's too old to be talking. Uh -huh. Good lord! All right, that's worth every second of going to Facebook and watching that. You be the judge.
traumatic, sure. But your These parents... These kids are scarred for life. You're going to scar them anyway. No, they're... They'll be fine. If her mouth was full of blood and stuff, maybe been too gory. But the tongue is bloodless. It looks like the top of a grape popsicle. Yeah. But she told the, the she littlest told one. The little kind of studies it at first. She's going to be more messed up. The, the boy had all the right answers, so I'm not too worried. He just can't. He speaks like a like he's missing a chromosome. <laughs> She'll be on Doctor Phil. He's too old for that. We got to go doctor. Oh Jesus, God Almighty! I got to get this kid in special classes. <laughs> uh, it's 7:46. Yeah, I'm going to watch that again oh when we God. take a break here. We'll talk to Eric in just moments. My goodness, that's good stuff right there. Is Jeff Ross coming in today? Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, Glendale and 7th Street at the Safeway. That's where uh, Eric is. UFC Fight Night, Shinedown Tickets. Uh, we got that going on. And then, oh, great. Brilliant. The Roastmaster General's coming in. He's at the Tempe Improv tonight. Uh, Stand Up Live for the rest of the weekend. We got tickets for uh, all of them at standuplive.com, tempeimprov.com. Go to our Facebook page. We'll, we'll tell you about Jeff Ross and all that fun stuff, too. It's 98 KUPD. Smashing pumpkins right there, bullet with a butterfly wing, 756. We got that motorcycle thing we're going to do in just a little bit, too. Get ready for that. That sucker will be coming around the corner, and we'll give you exactly what you need to try to win the uh, Indian Scout Bobber. Pretty sweet bike we're giving away. And if you qualify for it, you're going to go see the big uh, UFES show, the Smokeout on 420, which will be fun as well. Eric is out there this morning uh, at Safeway, Glendale and 7th Street. He's got all sorts of things for you, including a visit from Charlie Creedle, who I just knew was going to show up today. Uh, Erica, what do you got out there? Yeah, I'm hanging out here at uh, Safeway, Glendale and 7th Street, signing people up for uh, UFC Fight Night over at Gila River Saturday, April 14th. I have some Shinedown tickets I'm giving away. Bike Week, they're going to be here. I gave one pair away already. I still have one more to give out. So come on down and try to grab that 98 swag. Uh, and then our boy Charlie Credo shows up. He's got his D-backs jersey on. You know that free 98 one? Oh, we got that we one. were giving out at the game? Yeah. Yeah, he got one. I don't know where he got his ticket. He says he bought his ticket no, to the didn't. game. I'm not sure if I believe that. I don't believe that either. No way. No way. Yeah. No way. We were giving away tickets. I don't know. Some other radio station, I'm sure, was yeah. giving away tickets too. So I'm sure he grabbed them from Beth or something. Well, he might have bartered using his uh, decrepit little body for some sort of sex act for two tickets, but uh, there's no way he actually used American money. That, that didn't happen. Remember our bet, John, too? He hasn't had sex yet. I don't know. How has Larry been? No, same. And Larry, Larry uh, had uh, maybe an opportunity to see a girl who was interested in him, and he's starting to say he's he thinks he enjoys turning women down more than he does likes sex. He sours real quick. So our bet is still nil. It's zero zero going into the middle of April, and it's that's strong. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Who'd have thought? Yeah. All right. I don't know what's well, going on. Here's uh, Charlie. He's got a, re- a review of the movie uh, Sea Blockers. Oh, with okay. John Cena. Yeah. The. Yeah. What do you think? What's your prediction on his? Uh, he is. He's absolutely movie? going to love a John Cena vehicle. This is going to be <laughs> of one of his favorite is. movies of all time. Uh, let's have him. Charlie Cradle with a movie. It's been a while, so. Get your Charlie's ears on because this is not easy. Charlie, are you there? Uh, hello, hello. Hello, Charlie. Oh, he's English now. Yes. <laughs> You'd gone to the jolly old England now. I didn't know that was happening. How are you, Charlie? <laughs> you doing well. Thank you, my, no, thank you very much, young man. All right. Tell us about the film, Blockers. The movie was not bad. Some very funny moments from three very funny people. Mm-hmm. Well, or two and a half, of course. Uh, John Cena, Leslie Mann, and I found him. Um, the movie was not bad. It was, had a funny moment, but the last half kind of 
Sean, lean down. Sean, so it's, it's... give me this movie. Yeah, 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 out, yeah. Three, three, and a three, half. Of three and a half. Three and a half. I didn't uh, oh, catch dick. the half. Dick is what he said. So it's three dicks out for yeah. Harambe. Three yeah. and a half dicks out for Harambe. So not very good. Uh, the last hour, you didn't like it. The last, the last half. So yeah. So not only an hour and a half. So so somebody with a fully the functional most- brain is not going to sit through this and think it's any good. You're easily entertained. You're like huh. you're like bass. Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh All right, Charlie. What movie, what movie is out right now that you really love? What's the hot one? Um, oh, not been the movies, but um, but the one um, but the, the movie that really has inspired me is Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Um, yeah. You like that? The first one, the first one was very well done. Of course, as always by Steven Spielberg. Sure. But. So even though it's done better for the last half of the movie, yeah, of course. But, oh, but overall, so if you're a big fan of special effects and visual effects, yeah, you like special effects, right? Ready Player One. Yeah. Now, uh, have you been yeah. close to uh, any sexual activity? And Eric and mm-hmm. I have the bet between you and our boss Larry McFeely mm-hmm. who'll get laid first in 2018. Will it be you, Charlie Cradle, <laughs> or will it be Larry? Uh, <laughs> st- we're still tied in April. What do you think? <laughs> Nothing yet, my friend. No, no prospects. Nothing lined up. Nobody following you around on Instagram or anything. No, I don't. I don't do social media very much. Yeah, just too too busy. No yeah, dating profiles, busy. Charlie. Yeah, no, you're not on uh, Match. dot com. I'd love to see what they find for you. <laughs> oh my god, that was gonna happen. <laughs> I can't imagine what that was like. The, all right, well, we looked on our Match.com database and uh, we found a troglodyte. I guess if you wanted to try to date that. Dentists only? <laughs> right, yeah, try that one. Oh. <laughs> Toothy folks just We're don't funny. understand. Oh. No dentists only. All right, Charlie, nice job. Thank oh. you. A review of Blockers. Three and a half dicks yeah. out for Harambe for that one. All right, thank you very much. No, uh, no problem. I, I love you with all my heart. Bye. Goodbye, Charlie. There you go. Charlie bye, bye, bye. All right, bye. There goes Charlie, everybody. Glendale and 7th Street. Eric is hanging out with Charlie, uh, and they're doing UFC fight night tickets, shine down tickets, all the fun stuff you could ever imagine. If you want to do your business card and take the picture with Charlie um, and put on the card. Great idea. Like Eric should do right now for his real estate stuff, trying to find out how to advertise that better. We're going to give you a, a special word so you can text away in the next hour while uh, you're trying to win a motorcycle. And listening to the great Roastmaster General, Jeff Ross is going to join us next. It's 98 KUPD. It's a free show tomorrow if you want to, or Saturday, I guess, if you want to go Saturday night, April 7th, Power Man 5000, going to be free at Tempe Marketplace. Just show up. There they are playing. You'll be happy. It all ends good. Power Man, free, Saturday. Uh, another thing that's free, if you win, is the 2018 Indian Scout Bobber motorcycle we're giving away. And all you got to do is text the word I give you right now, and you've got an hour to do it. Uh, we're going to use the big blue super uh, four-armed god of Hinduism? I don't want to do it. Anyway, Vishnu is today's word, 97936. Celebrating real Indians, not Native American Indians, because those aren't really Indians. That's why it's offensive to say them. PC Johnny is uh, telling you the truth here. Vishnu, the forearm blue thing that holds lotus flowers and does whatever it does for the East Indian, right? Yeah, it does that little thing with its fingers. Fingertips, right? And it's blue. You ever had an Indian friend? They've always got a statue of Vishnu. It's kind of creepy, but... Is that required? Like a 
an upside down bowl on his head, her head. I don't know. Forearms. Not really important if you even know what it is. Just know how to spell it. Vishnu. Uh, that is an Indian goddess. We are going down the list of famous Indians, and we're down to already using like deities and stuff. And it's four days in. We're not really good with Indian culture or history. Uh, so we got this going on right there. Vishnu is today's word. Nine seven nine three six. That's how that works. And uh, you can get yourself qualified for the Indian Scout Bobber Motorcycle. That is going to be a beautiful thing. Brought to you by our friends at Double D's. They put this thing together in a glorious way and then gave it to us to give to you. So good luck. 97936 Vishnu. If you qualify, you get tickets to go see Five Finger Death Punch, Seven Dust, and Jonathan Davis at the 420 Smokeout coming up on April 20th. Good stuff. It's 98KUPD. Good luck! 98KUPD. It is uh, 818 in the morning sickness. And one of my favorite people on the planet is in the room right now. It's Jeff Ross, everybody. The Roastmaster General, his own self. Plug it in live. Right there. How are you, sir? I'm never better, fellas. Yeah, you look good. You're very bright. This is a very bright, festive. I'm up early getting a word out. Yeah, you look like a candy corn. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> You've got an orange, white, and yellow shirt on. Um, you it's know beautiful. What? I wanted to be cheerful. It is. It it's works. very festive. It you, works. You, you brightened up our room. Yeah, baby, I'm bringing the love. <laughs> That's how it works. Bringing the love. Now, speaking of bringing the love, I have to. I told you I was going to throw you a curveball. Yeah. I've become uh, kind of, um, I guess you'd say friends with Jay Moore, although I don't know. He's like talking to a hummingbird, so I'm not real sure we've actually had a conversation or not. Uh-huh. But it's like, so uh, he was talking to me there. He said, uh, who's coming in this week, Johnny? I said, I Jeff Ross will be in there. So I said, oh, yeah. And he goes, ask him about the threesome. This is not a curveball. This is right down the middle. This is right. Yeah, this is, I, I threw you this a straight heater. Right. He said that there was a threesome where the two of you exchanged a glance, a laugh, and she looked back and said, what? And you're like, I just thought of something. Oh, this was a while ago. This had to be at least three or four days ago. <laughs> you shared a lady with Jay Moore. No, this was probably very early in our career. Uh, Georgina. Oh, you remember her? Oh, we remember her you well. You never forget Georgina. <laughs> she would love the story. Probably oh, lives in Australia. <laughs> She worked at the comedy club. Okay. She loved Jay. Yeah. Um, but she loved me more. Really? But Jay was famous and hot. And, right. You know, ripped. <laughs> yeah, he was in shape was at the time. Shape, right? Yeah. You know, and I remember we went out to a club one night. We were kind of bored, and basically no one had any money for cab fare, so they got me to drive. <laughs> and I had this brand new white Wrangler. And after the club... They both get in the back seat, and I'm like, I still lived in Jersey. I'm like, all right, I'll drive you guys back to Jay's apartment. Right. And I look in the rearview mirror, and there's zippers down, and she's hmm. performing. And and I was like, whoa, all right. What are you guys doing? You shouldn't be doing that in my car. I got all bent out of shape. And they didn't want me to be mad at them. So they invited me up to the apartment. Sure. And they're like, Jeff, can you direct? <laughs> yeah. Jay Moore's early acting career. Right. He so still started, needed notes. So I started directing. And then. What was your direction? Then you wrote yourself in. Let's just yeah. say I started holding the boom. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> your own boom. Or were you yeah. working another guy's boom, mic? Boom, okay. Boom. You had two booms going. And yeah. And like, you know, Georgina, I mean, this is not anything behind her back. I mean, she was really having the best game. game. One of you was behind her we back. We had both been with her, you know, over the years. Yeah, so, someone was behind her back. Someone backstabbing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, so you guys had both At shared her. At a certain point, we kind of locked eyes and high-fived. And then giggled. Yeah. And then she turned to you, according to Jay, and uh-huh. said, what? And you said, I just thought of something funny. Oh, yeah, that could be. <laughs> Jay has a good memory. <laughs> yeah. but, so I was laughing because I'm like, how does that... 
Like, that's just a weird... A great little, night. Yeah, it had to be fun. And now Jay and I have an Australian baby together. <laughs> you just, it's my two dads. Yeah. We could redo the baby whole show, Baby Donk right? is doing well. Yeah, that's pretty my good. My two comics. And she's an Aussie, so she probably left the, the continent. Two comics, one Aussie. <laughs> I don't know where she is. Shout out to Georgina, wherever you are. You know who yeah. you are. If you want to date her again, we'll pay for things it. I still think things that are fun. Yeah, would you like beautiful. to see her again? She's a wonderful person. Do you think it would be something that you'd look back on, like if you saw her now, would it wreck the nostalgia of what you remember to see her today? Like the horrors of aging? I'm always great. No. No, you'd be If anything, she'll be horrified about how Jay and I turned out. (laughs) That's true. We were were studs back then. She wants the joke. What what was the funny thought? Yeah, exactly. She's still thinking about it. I think it was more of our absurdity. And the only thing I do know was Jay would tell the story afterwards to our friends, but he changed it from Georgina to Kate Moss. It's a long time. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Ross is at the 10 p.m. Prov tonight. Woo! And then Stand Up Live uh, Friday and Saturday. Woo! If you want to go, uh, we have all the information on our Facebook page. and go to StandUpLive.com, 10 p.m. Prov.com. And uh, back again in Arizona at the perfect time. You come to Paradise every year in April. It's like this is the time it's to be the here. perfect weather, right? Absolutely stunning. I got friends coming to the shows. I got special guests coming. Got a whole new Who are your act. Special guests. Tease anybody? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, speed roast volunteers from the yeah, audience, which nice. is absolutely awesome to watch. It is awesome. Yeah. Uh, tonight, Jill Kimmel. Oh, Jill's up. Right. Good, good. He's gonna host the show, and um, my uh, my pal from Roast Battle, Brian Moses, yeah. is coming in for the weekend at Stand Up Live, and uh, a few other guest spots popping in. Yeah. Roast Battle has cool gotten stuff. to be like it's this educational fun. It's fun because it's hilarious. And then it turns into like a a master class and how to how to destroy people, which yeah, I absolutely I like that. love. I like that a roast master. Yeah, it's a roast master class. I like that. Yeah. So it's I got to do a roast last year. I didn't know if I'd be any good at it. They had me roast a local legend here, and I, I dressed up like him. I did all the. It was the most fun I've ever had because there I've never done it on a stage. Yeah. Forty minutes of me destroying an old man. It was probably the most fun I've ever had, especially cause wow. the, the because the audience allows everything. Yeah. And because half the other people, roasters, were, you know, kid gloves. Stuff. Well, yeah, they, well, they, 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 they were kind of afraid. And I'm like, I'm not going to be, I'm going at this old guy. And so I what was your best joke? The best joke I had, his wife's a sex therapist. Alice Cooper was supposed to be there, so I had a bunch of Alice Cooper. I said Alice Cooper uh, did his video, and I thought Larry King's mother looked like. But so then everybody kind of like, all right, we're going to be all right, making fun of the legends. And then his wife, the the guy's name was Pat McMahon. His wife was a sex therapist. So as him, uh, I did a thing that said uh, Pat's wife has a lot in common with Alice Cooper's, or Pat's wife's vagina has a lot in common with Alice Cooperstown, Alice's restaurant, in that they both sit downtown empty waiting for someone to come. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> and it was, again, everybody loved it because nobody thought I'd go after his family. I'm roasting somebody today. And then Cooperstown getting, shut down. And then Cooperstown closed because that. I was right. Yeah. That was It was too authentic, yeah. I'm roasting this guy in like an Who hour. It? Who's that? The local oh, Scott loser. Passmore. Yeah. Oh, my sweet Jesus. Do you know anything about him? Uh, I know he drives a, a yellow. Uh, he's very proud of his sports car, and he'll pull up to you randomly at golf courses, as he did me. Really? To tell me about his car. I didn't know him. He didn't know me. He pulls up, and he goes, what year is your Jeep, man? I'm like, it's a 13. Yeah. This is a Dodge Charger. I go, is really? It? That's awesome, yeah. Scott. It's yellow and black. I'm like, yeah, I have vision. I, I can see what you're in. He's in the driver's. He's wearing gloves. He wears driving gloves. He looks like a Muppet with teeth. Yeah, he's got, yeah. You mentioned yeah. Barrett Jackson. He explodes oh, in his yeah, pants. Oh, yeah, no, he's, he's definitely. Who? Barrett Jackson, the it's car the big show. car auction. He just drives around in a car. car yeah. I don't know that he's oh. into cars or he's into himself. I see. He likes his himself the, in the, the Indy cars are here. Mar- Mar- my buddy yep. Marco Andretti's in town. Yeah, they got the Indy races and all yeah. that stuff too. So yeah, I'm gonna go by on Saturday. I think. 
Yeah, but roasting is a black. Like you just, it's just so freeing. It should be. It's a like driving a race car. It kind of it. You just go a million miles an hour in a circle, and then sometimes you crash, and somebody could die. Yeah, <laughs> at any time. But if you make it, it's you, awesome. You are. Right. Yeah, I never had more fun because it was like this uh, psychologically freeing. Like everything feels good when you're done. You like everything's off your chest, yeah. and nobody's mad. Right. It's the way we should be with each other all the time. It yeah. is. Yeah. It gets a lot out there. Yeah. It's, there's, ther- it's therapy. Yeah, you don't have to wait for someone to leave the table to talk about them. That's the key to life. Yeah. Talking to people face-to-face as opposed to behind their back. Yeah, which we're all good at, right. behind the back thing. But right. if you can which do it face-to-face. Face. Yeah, but that's the fun part. And it I realize if you know a little karate. Just yeah, yeah, you got to be able to defend yourself. <laughs> back up the words. <laughs> but I love that you did a roast. Oh, it was, cool. fun. it was so much fun. They asked me to do it, and they said, no holds barred, you go nuts. I hope this guy can take it. And I did. Yeah, that's he the did. one thing I worried about. Can they take it? And I made fun of his friend who made who killed himself. Because I did, uh, this was the one that I was most worried about. His friend, his years ago, his friend committed suicide, and uh, and so I did the impression of the guy we were roasting, roasting himself, and I called it the the do it yourself plan, just like his friend, you know, the old do it yourself, right. the old Bill Haywood, I called it, and the whole audience was like, oh no, and I looked down and he was laughing. I'm like, we're gonna be fine. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. The, you the, do the line. You found the line. Yeah, you yeah you, you you hit it and then you worry, but yeah, sometimes you don't. I start to wonder. Like how often you've crossed it? Did you? You've crossed it a hundred thousand times. Oh, cross it with two feet. It's always one feet. Yeah. yeah. You recognize as you're doing it. Like you want to scratch back. the skin. You don't want right. to break the skin. Right. And you've never broken it. You don't think? Probably. The Trump roast, maybe. Which joke? I don't know. They had a few of them in there. Then he seemed sensitive to that kind of stuff. He was fine. He yeah, he seemed good it. then. But I'd like to roast him again, it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> I roasted him twice. Oh, you have? And then I was looking at old um. Um, news accounts of the roast. Yeah. Sometimes Trump would come to the roast and not be a roaster. You know, he would just come Attached. watch the right. Friars Club. We were roasting uh, the actor Danny Aiello, who I oh, adore. Yeah. And apparently, uh, and I don't remember this, but I read it in the in an old account. Uh, the Friars Club president Freddie Roman will introduce all the non-speaking celebrities one after another at the right. beginning of the show. There could be thirty, forty people. It takes a while. So they all wait for their moment to get up and stand up. It's a giant cavernous banquet hall. It's their big moment to wave to the crowd and right. be acknowledged. And, you know, please welcome, you know, uh, author and businessman and, you know. Their background. Yeah, Donald Trump. And I was four seats away, and just as he got up to take his moment, I also stood up and <laughs> waved in the exact same way. So I got up. I, I was, yeah. I was giving, it, giving him some, sh- some, yeah, some stuff. It was yeah. a nonverbal roast. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Who do you want to roast? You haven't roasted yet. I know you get that question all the time, but there's got to be somebody out Who'd there. Who'd be good? Come on. Yeah, there's a ton Give of me them. an idea. Right well, uh, Oprah. Oh, my God. That'd be a three-part miniseries. <laughs> that would Just be based good. on size? Yeah, you have to roast her in chunks. That would be. I, I think you do one episode of just her size, another episode her show, another episode her acting. Yeah, relationship. Do another with one Stedman. about Stedman. Stedman's yeah. his own Stedman thing. Stedman could be there. Stedman would take the Oprah. That would be a good Gail. one. Oprah would be a great one. Yeah, Gail, her lesbianism. My God, yeah, you get a full man. week out of it. You Oprah, might get a series. if you're in town tonight, come by the Tempe Improv <laughs> and just we wander gotcha. up on stage with everyone else in the yeah. speed roast and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, the, the Oprah. Arizona always has a good speed roast crowd. I don't know yeah. why. Like. You get a very diverse group of misfits come on yeah. stage, and their condition—they they love it. They we want have, it. Yeah, we got a heroin problem. That that that'll come up. That that'll definitely. <laughs> opioids are definitely a really? reason why. Yeah. Oh yeah. Terrible. That's all over right. Yeah, but it yeah, is. We, we've yeah, we've really state? embraced it. Yeah, hmm. we've really gone. And you know we hide it well. I think we're really good at like making sure 
those people stay on the shadows. What's the dumpiest neighborhood in, in uh, Guadalupe? Guadalupe. Guadalupe or Apache Junction is probably more known, but Guadalupe is really horrible. Okay. Horrible. We used, that's the place we used to be. Remember our old the studio? The old station right. was yeah. the Alamo. The Alamo and Guadalupe. How far are we from 10th City? Uh, probably Which is no minutes. Yeah, they killed that. That's gone. That's great. Yeah, they got rid of it. But yeah, it's probably 15 minutes from here. No, right. we want to go visit. I miss that. I was there a couple yeah, times. Yeah, you went there, right? Didn't it, you it perform cool there or something? I kind of kibitzed around a little bit. They didn't let me do an actual show there. I had to go out to Texas to do the actual yeah, prison uh, special show. Special show that I did. Which you did the border great. too. Yeah, not too long. Ago. I just did the border down in uh, Texas too. How was that? That was a good, good crowd. It yeah. was funny to see some of the reactions and as you started getting Ro- and warming it up, roasting undocumented people. <laughs> <Right>. They trusted <laughs> well, me, man. They did. Jeff Ross roast the border. Check that one out. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of it's it's almost brave, but at the same time, the people that show up aren't you know blind to what's going to happen. They so, love it. Yeah, they want so the attention. Yeah. They want the light focused on immigration in their situation. Yeah. That's what's amazing about you. It's been a long career, and most Thanks. comedians have, like, lulls. Yeah. You reinvented yourself in, like, a day huh. from the uh, the poetry thing, which you were so well-known for yeah. and were demanded to do. Like, on stage, people were screaming it at you. And the next thing you know, it's like, no, I do this now. Yeah. And you're equally as good at everything you've ever – that's a great Thanks. way to, to live a, a career, isn't it? You want to keep, them, keep it moving, keep people guessing. So wondering. what next? You yeah, think? what do you, you do next? you got to come to the show to find out you know, yeah. what I'm talking about. So you, yeah, it's you're a mystery. A surprise. Yeah, and that, do you think that roasting will ever be something you don't want to do? No. No, you're I always love gonna, it. It's, I think it's too fun. It's something you can grow old into. Yeah. I love, I love that all these new people are doing it because of the roast battles and stuff. Yeah. And I'd love to battles. see you host uh, – like. Antique road show where you'd roast the person <laughs> right. bringing in the object. Antique and then roast show. Yeah. Antique roast show. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. And you just go to the people who thought they had millions of dollars. Look at you. Turns out a couple bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah. You're I not, like it. Yeah, it looks like you're going to be stuck in these clothes for a little while longer. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. funny. Actually, it'd be pretty good. The antiques roast show. I like that a yeah, lot. I don't know what the next incarnation is going to be. Funerals. We'll do some more roast battles. Yeah. And uh, Has anyone asked you to do that? Roast at a funeral? At a wake? You know, I've wake? never... I guess so because I spoke at uh, Jerry Lewis's funeral. I spoke at um, Don Rickles' funeral. Yeah. So I guess yeah. Yeah. So you have roasted at funerals, which is probably Jerry the Lewis. Way I had a good one. You know, we're both from Newark, New Jersey, and this is true about him. He never forgot his roots and the poverty he came from, right. and he never he his friends know this. He never wore the same pair of socks twice. Yeah. I said till today. <laughs> <laughs> Good. They're gonna be yeah, on there yeah. forever. So you can roast at a funeral. Yeah. Jerry Lewis, roast in peace. Yep. <laughs> and by the way, I do a major tribute to the late great Stephen Hawking in my live show. Today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, finally, someone's gonna give him this come it's up. It's gonna be still right. Yeah, I mean, you really have to because it was only about a week and a half ago that his wife came home and found his lifeless body, <laughs> and then like three hours later, he died. <laughs> Roasting him is just that would have been a great one. We missed you missed the boat on that we in a huge a roast in yeah. space last year. Roasting, oh my god, roasting Stephen Hawking would have been great just for his retort. Would have been a good one. In the meantime, he he did get his final wish, which was to be buried with that wheelchair. Yeah, so that he can rust in peace. <laughs> Shout out to Stephen Hawking, great man. <laughs> See, this is why I love it. It's all the things we say when nobody's there, and you can do it free. I would have said those right to I know. Yeah. That's the best part, because what's he like, going to do? Good one. Ah, yeah. ah. <laughs> I heard he was worried about getting accused of sexual harassment, so he, he wound up taking his own life. <laughs> Is that right? He told <laughs> some woman, 
Sit on my eyelash. <laughs> Sit on my eyelash. <laughs> Judge Judy, somebody just said. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. Because she could fire back. Yeah. She's kind of mean. And you'd have to use your karate skills on that one, maybe. My Uncle Murray used to be obsessed with her. He always wanted to meet I am Judge Judy. I introduced him to Mel Brooks. He's like, that's great, but I want to meet Judge Judy. <laughs> Judy Heinlein's Old guys have one. the hots for Judge Judy. They like to be told what to do. Yeah, getting pushed around the by road. somebody. Yeah. Oh, and, and she's together. Yeah, because they want to give it to somebody. They want they want sex to be violent. At a certain age, it's like you put up with enough. You want somebody who's domineering to be your subordinate your for, for 10 minutes, a subordinate. That's all you're looking for. Mm. You think? I don't know. I think he just wanted to get under that. They get in the robe. Yeah. Yeah. Just wear the robe one day. Are you a uh, are you a guy who's looking for a relationship, Jeff? Or are you? A... I'm single. Still, gotta find somebody. Yeah, what's the what's the holdup? Is she in Arizona? Yeah, maybe. Could be. Is she listening Could be right this weekend. now? She might be. Yeah. You what know, is what is your type? My Georgina. Type, yeah. Smart. Australian. Australian. <laughs> Australian with Jay Moore's women, wiener in her mouth. I only date women that have jobs. I don't date anybody that has nothing to lose. Yeah. It's too 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 tricky an environment right now. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, they got to have their own thing going on. Yeah, they have to come into it with some stuff, and hopefully they're uh, ovulating and need a green card. <laughs> <laughs> we got a match you for got, you. You're you know in the what? right place. It's going to happen you're this weekend. Right yeah. Slip into my DMs if you're ovulating and need a green card. <laughs> it's going to be a hot weekend. Yeah, that's a really good pickup line. Yeah, it works. Are you ovulating? works if you want to have a baby yeah that's right do you want kids yeah you do oh yeah yeah, yeah even now especially now no kidding how come i don't know, it'd be you've fun. been so happy think about how cute and funny my kids it would, would be, be cute and funny but it would you still be oh yeah because it changes people into like it would give me an excuse not to not to i don't know <laughs> just love children maybe I, won't have, maybe I won't go on the road i don't know i don't know that's what i'm saying we're, yeah, we're gonna be good out. for material yeah, but we'll miss out because you'll be a dad more often than you'll no, be a comedian. bring the kid. The kid will be funny. Oh. Hey, you're not going to bring him. Vomiting on your console. Sometimes, exactly. you got to bring him like my, my daughter's here right now. Yeah. You already look well. like a big yeah. kid, the three yeah. of us. So yeah, that's true. It's a good point. Yeah, I don't mind that. So I, I'm my own kid. I don't need that. I would have a kid in the next seven, eight months if I could. Really? I want a little preemie, one and a half pounder, <laughs> medium rare. That you can just visit that right off the bat. I just keep in my cargo yeah. shorts. Yeah. Easier to travel with. Crack the windows. Yeah, they're not all the way done. Yeah, that's probably true. So you do. You want children? You want a wife? You want all that stuff? All that. No kidding. I figured by now you'd be like, no, this is a free life. This is a good one. I've work. had my free life. So you want to it's lock It's not it that up. I'm desperate. It's just that, you it's know, it feels like that could be a fun thing. You're, it's, you're ready it's for the not, next though? step. What if it chapter? isn't? Out. Yeah, the kid's gone. Yeah, gone. <laughs> gone. Mexico. <laughs> There are places to sell them. Yeah, I got him a summer home. Yeah, you do that border thing. You met some people that'll yeah, take them. Yeah, one, 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 one way you've ticket. Got, you've got yeah. the connections. Okay, well, if that's your plan, if you've got an escape route, then that's fine. I, but I just think that people say it's going to be fun and then run into a wall and go, Look, isn't as much fun as the old I know one. you're four now, but this yeah. isn't working out. Yeah. Yeah, there's no you more terminate a pregnancy in the 83rd trimester. <laughs> My mother tried that, beating me with a hanger. I was like, I get it, Ma, you're funny. <laughs> You guys are fun. Uh, it's Jeff Frost at the Tempe Improv tonight. Stand up live uh, all weekend long. You want to go standuplive.com, tempeimprov.com. How's the world treating Jeff Frost? What's Jeff Frost doing for fun right now? The world? Yeah. Well, I don't know. What do you do for fun? What is a fun day for you? I like to I have a new hobby that I'm really enjoying. Yeah. In my basement of my new house, my cousin built a podcast studio. Oh, okay. So I started podcasting. Yeah. And it's not like even necessarily a roast podcast. Yeah. 
It's called Thick Skin with Jeff Ross. Uh-huh. Life is hard. Let's get through it together. We go through the weird, awkward news stories that nobody wants to talk about. Right. And we give my life philosophies. And What's the last topic, you remember? The last topic, we have an episode that's going to post today, uh, which celebrates, you know, you have to stop and smell the roses. Sure. It was my... 29th comedy anniversary on Sunday, on April Fool's no Day. No kidding. And we celebrated that, listened to old clips, and I had some friends on, and a comedy historian came on. And is really? That, is that tough to listen to, your old clips? It's like weird. You would yeah. think so, and yeah. it used to be tough. Yeah. But now I look back and I go, oh, that's fun. In a weird way, I think I was funnier as an open micer. <laughs> I, I was fearless. Yeah. I didn't have any friends. I didn't care. I'd say anything. Right. And then it just got, but now you li- you have all those. Still now to there's play. a I saved now there's more wow. of a brand yeah. in a way that you gotta. You have the first night. I do have the first night. I couldn't find it for this first episode, but yeah. I know I'm gonna find it, digitize it over. Oh man! I have a little micro cassette of my first time on stage no at the ye old triple in in New York <laughs> open mic. I followed a juggler or something. <laughs> so that was uh, April first, nineteen eighty nine. Do you remember the first line? I think I said something about a. Uh, my, I'm Jeff Lifschultz. That's an old Hebrew word. It means, hey, you ought to change that. <laughs> <laughs> is Lifschultz your real last name? It still is. Well, it's still, yes, yes, yes. well, it's your real last name yeah. today as well. Yeah. Why Ross? My middle name. Middle name. Oh, it just yeah. went with your middle name. Oh, yeah, because I had done Star Search as a young comedian in 1992. and Two and a half stars. How many stars? And, and uh, I won the first episode. I did okay. But Ed McMahon kept mispronouncing, Jeff Lipschultz, Jeff Lipschitz. I was like, I couldn't take it anymore. And I wound up losing the second episode. And on the flight home, I, I realized that if I was going to commit to comedy and I right. was really enjoying it, I was going to have to change my name for show. a whole lot less Jewy. Or convince my entire family to change their name. Right. So it seemed easier to just use my middle name. Yeah. Ross. Did your was, mo- My your- mom used to call me Jeffrey Ross anyway. Oh, okay. Well, so you answered to it. Only yeah. when you were in trouble. Right. Dad never got, nobody got mad that you, you abandoned the family name? They were relieved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. They gave that, him a little step of that stigma. Distance. They won't put the two and two together. That's, he's yeah. not part of the family. What news stories do you follow on the thing that you can't wait to, to get onto this podcast? Um, I don't know. Whatever's happening that week. You know, I it's like the, the uh, YouTube shooter lady, stuff like that. that going of down course. That. Yeah, that's man. crazy. I know. Yeah. She was. She looked hot, too. <laughs> you thought, I thought she looked insane. I like that. <laughs> At first, yeah, there was a crazy look. Yeah. But I, I thought she was going to be uglier. But it did nothing for women's equality. No, I don't think she, she winged was. three people and accidentally shot herself. I mean, that's not a very good you know, I don't mass know. shooting. Yeah, well, I guess I mean, you could say it's Men are clearly so better at it. Men are better at yeah. killing people. Yeah. Well, we've known that for a long time. Yeah, but they're trying. And it's, it's you know, taboo to say otherwise. I, I a woman can be just as strong at this as a man. I got into an argument downstairs with a girl because I started making jokes. I'm like, look. You know, women, leave it to the men to do the mass shootings. This is ridiculous. We're not even in this department. And the lady started to defend her. We can like, do it we, just we, as well. We can do it just as Why well as you. Why do you think it is always men that does it? Uh, women drive us bananas. We just we snap. I think it's because guys, you know, it's always the office weirdo that the women are being mean to that ends up snapping. Wow. Man. Relationships. So it's usually some There's... chick that sent him off the deep end. People say women don't have all the, pow- all the oh, power. All of it. All of it. Yeah. Has there ever been a mall built for a man? No. No. But we built All the men's stuff is upstairs yeah. in the back. In the back corner by the beds and the sheets. are selling in the parking lot right. practically. <laughs> Grocery stores. Yep. Everything is built for them. Yeah. By men. For women. And they act like they've been uh, held off. 
We just well, don't pay him. And as the well. minute we have our own clubs, we get in trouble for it. It's yeah. a whole new world now. It's yeah. tough being a man right now. Yeah, it is. It is. Bruce Jenner got out just in time. <laughs> <laughs> what did he know? What the hell yeah. did he know? Why didn't he Who tell us? Him off? Why didn't he like at the man meeting and let us know? It's if over. I see boys. him around. I'm going to ask him. Yeah. What yeah. Would you date Bruce Jenner? I always ask this question. Uh, no. You would not. Just for the stories. I got plenty of stories. I know, but that's a really roast. good one. That'd You'd be, be the first roast. One. That would be my last story. That's a hell of a roast right there. <laughs> you think it would be the last story? Uh, Bruce Jenner roast would be Bruce great. Jenner, yeah, Bruce, and then Caitlin, two nights special. Because I don't judge anyone at all, but if you're going to jump hurdles in the Olympics, wouldn't you cut it off before then? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Take off all the potential. You know, that rudder getting advantage. in the way. It's a good point. If you're going to chop it off anyway. Yeah. That's the time to get the dangler gone. Judge right? Yeah, yeah. You care. do Bruce on Friday and Caitlin on Saturday. Less taping up. Yeah, I, I personally I identify as a puppy. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I just want somebody that'll rub my belly and feed me their leftovers. <laughs> won't judge me when I try to lick my own. <laughs> You've run into that problem. Yeah, judgmental people. It's not fun, man. It's, it's an open fun. whole new world. Yeah. actually, you won't hear that, Jeffrey yeah. Ross. Stop it. See, I think it would be fun for you to go out with Caitlin just for the TMZ photo op. She could kick my ass. Right. So we'd maybe a bruise or two, and then Jeff's not talking. It might be a decent match. <laughs> that would be even now. better. You get a geez. black eye now and again, yeah, and well, everybody knows, but nobody says anything. How did it go, Jeff? Well, uh, my butt hurts, but my golf game is great. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was great until Moore got in the room. Uh, yeah, if you and Jay Moore would share Caitlyn Jenner for the He'd story. probably be into it. <laughs> he'd do it. Kind of freaky. He'd do it, and he'd send pictures. Yeah, there would be photos I love involved. that he said to tell Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was immediate, too, because who you got this week? And it was like he knew. I'm like, Jeff Ross will be here on Thursday. He's like, oh, ask him about the three-way. And then the joke. And then he told me that half. He goes, Jeff will tell you the rest of it. I'm like, all right. And you did. I didn't know if you were going to wow. be uncomfortable. It was a, Thanks, Jay. a great yeah. moment. <laughs> Any other stories up, with Jay? Any other women you've shared with uh, Jay? Um, Maybe. If, if the call was the other way around. No said, kidding. Hey, you guys have I Jay coming in? Yeah, ask him about Would you tell this. us about it? I used to, the one thing, ask, oh, uh, ask Jay about pulling his pants down in the middle of college shows. Oh, really? Oh, he did it at our show, and uh, we had a, a show in January, and he came out on stage with just his underwear on for no reason, just took everything off. I used to be really nervous. I'd open for him at these big college gigs, and uh, I remember one time I'm out performing for, you know, whatever, a thousand students looking out at me, and yeah, I was new, and Jay was going on next, and he liked to warm up by just being goofy, yeah. and to my left... Out this angle was a long hallway that only I could see that was well lit. And Jay was down that hallway with his pants down masturbating. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> oh like a solid 50 yards from me, but he knows it's going to throw me off. And he knows I'm not going to stop at my performance because I was doing well. Yeah. And... I are you going to point it out, I and mean, what do you do? I didn't know what to do, yeah. so I let him. I let him get off. Did he finish? Uh, I wasn't close enough. <laughs> yeah. Did you go inspect see. the later? Did he at least clean up after himself? I think you didn't I, take a black light yeah. to it. Or I didn't shake his hand when I introduced him. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, that's just that's that's right there. The hurdles, that's, that's man. That's, a, that's you comedy. know what? That's comedy, that tops man. Three way. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's comedy right there. That's that's paying your dues. <laughs> and at that point, you're like, I got to share a lady with that guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, and he stole my joke and made me drive home by myself. Is that right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Man. Yeah. Those were the but days. it was a new Wrangler. Would he so, admit you know. to that? Oh, yeah. Would he? Okay. I think so. I think he'd probably admit to that. Right. I think he'd say, well, that's something I would do. Yeah, maybe. 
It's just one of those deals. He wouldn't necessarily confirm it. I don't remember it. that, but that's something yeah, I, I would do. do that. Yeah, that's probably. Sometimes true. people go, "Hey, man, when you call me a guy," and I can tell when they say the joke whether I actually said it or not. I go, "Yeah, that sounds like something." I, <laughs> I yeah. did that. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Ross, the Tempe Improv tonight, and then moving over to Stand Up Live for the weekend. Four eight zero nine two one nine eight seven seven. You want to see him at the Improv tonight? Four eight zero seven one nine sixty one hundred. Stand Up Live tonight. Jeff, leave us with words of wisdom. Something. Uh, you can tell us. Life is hard. Let's get through it together. That's right. When can we get the podcast? When does it start? It starts. It's up right now. Thick Skin with Jeff Ross on Stitcher and iTunes and everywhere you listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, listen to the ghost story from this week. People are... Uh, I did yeah, one with Gilbert Godfrey where I interviewed his kids. That was really fun. I interviewed what are, my What are they like? like? Yeah, yeah. yeah they sound a lot like him. Come Dad, on. Dad, I'm thirsty. Let's he, go over and get a drink. He has a little... Daughter and son that are just like mini, mini so Gilbies. funny little Gilberts. Real, and they just took over the podcast and started roasting me and Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> How old are they? They're like eight and ten. No kidding. They're really funny though. That's straight. I can't even picture. I mean, he's a, he's the Do size of a child. Do they squint when they talk. Same the face. His son yeah. does. Oh, yeah. poor His son kid. is a little Gilbert Max, <laughs> and he's really cute. I love him to death. Yeah, I did another podcast. Um, after the school shooting in Florida, my sister and my aunt are both school teachers. Oh, boy. So I talked to them about what, how they feel right. about it all. What would they say? They said they don't want guns. They don't, want to, they don't want to arm themselves? They're like, they can barely afford stuff that they need. For the class, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Toting weaponry. Now i got to drop a couple of hundred on a gun? Or? Yeah, I'd skip buying pencils and, and arm myself just for fun. And I did one where I interviewed my sister's mother-in-law, who's 75, about sexual harassment during the 1960s in New York, <laughs> working on Madison Avenue. Oh, man. So I try to make them very personal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it's All still right. an experiment. So listen, people, and let me know what you think. Yeah, we'll definitely get on that. Good Love one. you guys it's for letting me talk about all no this problem. fun stuff today. What else you got? What else do I got? Anything to promote? Come on, Jeff, throw it out there. Let's roast see. battle. Roast battles coming back It'll this back. summer. And then uh, this is not an official announcement, but it's a hint. <laughs> I'll get in trouble. <laughs> you get in trouble for telling people that something may or may not happen. Yeah, you know, you don't want to start, you know, flooding Comedy Central with calls and stuff. Well, you like think that. that would happen? That people it does just, happen? No kidding. They Ro call and ask what? Roast battle is a phenomenon. Oh, all it's over the huge. World. People, people are dying to find out about it. So why wouldn't Comedy Central want all those calls? Well, you know, they like to hold the information, yeah. you know, until yeah. they're ready to that. pounce. Okay. Until well, it's ready to explode. That makes yeah. sense. And that'll be back in summer, we supposedly. Don't yeah. call and ask. <laughs> no one knows for sure, so don't bother me. Me and David Tell might come through here. We're doing our doing our stand up. We'll oh, probably man. do a special this year. Okay, bumping mics we together. Go together, it's really fun. <laughs> this is my first solo shows in a while. Oh, really? Tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday in Arizona, it's my first solo shows in a in a couple months. I'm doing my own hour, all new material. Beautiful. So I'm kind of psyched to be here. Yeah, it's great. Well, Always good. great crowds. Well, yeah, we will. You're loved here. People, Thank you. people, we say you're coming on, and the emails just explode. I love it. Yep. Beautiful. Jeff Ross, Tempe Improv Tonight, Stand Up Live this weekend. Go see him if you like laughing. It's guaranteed. It's a guarantee. Uh, yeah. StandUpLive.com, TempeImprov.com. It's Jeff Ross, everybody. It's 98KUPD. Uh, it's corn right there. Thoughtless. Jeff Ross is in town this weekend. He's always great. The Roastmaster's there, and he does that thing where he just starts calling people up to the stage. He has a line. Uh, you can just wander up, and he'll roast like it's speed roast. You walk by the stage, and he knocks you down. And it's fantastic. I swear, that thing I did for Pat McMahon might have been the most freeing, cathartic thing I've ever been part of in my life as far as like a, you know, people get nervous talking in public. When you are armed to destroy an old man's hopes, dreams, and career, 
you walk away feeling really good about yourself. It's the opposite of what you would do if you just started to do it like at a street fair. And, or and something. you've built oh. an arsenal, basically. Oh. You've you've been building up for yeah. like months, right? Yep. Preparing. Yeah. No, I, we wrote like a month before, and then just massaged everything the whole time. And I'm like, I'm ready <laughs> to kill an old man, and it was great. And who, who else would you like to do that? Oh, Alice Cooper would have been my favorite. If he'd have shown up, I had a good 12 minutes on Alice Cooper. That would have been awesome. Like, because I was mad. I said, I wish Alice Cooper was here in person so I could tell him to his face that he's washed up. And then everybody, and they, of course, the audience starts, oh, and then they laugh. And I'm like, actually, I wish I had a time machine so I could tell him back in 1987 when it was relevant. <laughs> and they all were like, yay, we feel the same. <laughs> That's the, the, the big chant I got was, we feel the same. He's such a nice guy. Though. We feel exactly the same about Alice Cooper, said the audience in unison. <laughs> the dude is just, like, cool, though. He's very cool, but that's enough. It's time to that sunset. I agree with you. That's enough. But that, still. that sunset 50 performance he did a couple months ago where they televised it, and it was the worst thing that's been on the Suns floor all year. And that's saying something, because that team's terrible. Well, let me ask you this. But do then you... he gets cast and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, do you, you can blame do that. Him? No, no, no. Do you blame him for he doing He can this? do all that, like the yeah. Jesus Christ Superstar thing. It was kind of, you know, that's interesting. But we, we parade him around because Phoenix hasn't had a bigger celebrity than Alice Cooper in 50 years. That's disappointing to me. Because when he was huge, this was a small cow town of nothing. And now we're the you know fifth largest city in the country, and we still lean on Alice Cooper as our big celebrity. We need... We need a better, like, more modern celebrity. You can have both, old and new, but we don't have any new. And it bothers me that he still gets paraded around. So when you're an old man and I'll be gone, people man. ask you to do stuff, because they, they remember the good times. No, that's pathetic Pratt stuff. Yeah. I'll Haywood before I do that. Really? Oh, yeah. I'll kill Megan and myself in a hotel room before that ever occurs. I will Haywood myself. The old do-it-yourself plan. Yeah, that was the most fun I've ever had. So roasting and being roasted, and because, you know, then McMahon got up and told me to go f*** myself, which he's never done in his life, and that was the best moment of the night. And I'm like, this is great. This is how people need to talk to each other. There were no holds barred. It was great fun. I, I can't imagine how much fun it's got to be for Jeff Ross. Every night with strangers smiling and walking up on stage saying, please, destroy the most obvious problem I have. All right. And then he goes and he crushes somebody and they just walk away going, Jeff Ross made me feel foolish in front of many. I'm so happy now. It's great. So go down there and do that. The speed roast is worth it. It's And he's, you know, obviously he's the pro. He's the roast master. So. I liked Antique's uh, roast, roast show. show. That's pretty solid. You just make fun of the people that get blanked out. Zero. You're pretty hilarious. Uh, it's 9.06. A few more minutes left to text Vishnu. 97936 to try to win that Indian uh, bobber. We got that Indian scout bobber we're giving away. Vishnu is today's word, and we'll give you another 10 minutes since uh, we really hit it as hard as we should have all hours. Jeff Ross is here. He win the motorcycle. We got time for that. Uh, and then if you don't get in on this one, Toledo will be calling people here shortly. If you don't get in on it, 11 o'clock, Larry does another one, and then Fitz does one at 3 o'clock. Just as easy as it gets to try to win a motorcycle. And if you do get the call, you're also going to get tickets to the big U-Fest smokeout coming up on April 20th. Easy stuff. Vishnu, 97936. Good luck. It's still going. All right. Uh, it's uh, Soundgarden right there. Outshine, 921. No Ian today. He's on vacation. So the world yeah. rejoices. Woo! Eric's very happy. Very moderate. Keep it moderate. Not moderate about this. Moderate. I just got an email from uh, uh, per well, the teachers are having their big thing today. This is a... Uh, you don't have to deal with this anymore, Eric. Lucky you. Because your wife did the right thing. 
the hell she out. She quit. I talked to a teacher at the uh, uh, Easter keg hunt there, and she goes, I'm a teacher, and it's not like, oh, you need to quit your job. She goes, no, I, I can't do that. I'm like, why? Well, we're going to go on strike and get our rate. I mean, you're going to get 1%. You're going to get nothing. If you all quit, they'd write you a huge check. Uh, guarantee it. They'd find the money if everybody just said, well, we're just not going to do it anymore. What are you walking away from? That's kind of what they're doing. No, they're striking. They're striking. But that's the thing. If they all quit and just say, no, we don't even bother to strike. We'll just go get jobs at banks. The state would be screwed. Right now, if they strike, they'll do what they did in West Virginia and just give them that 3% raise. They negotiated down from 5%, which is essentially about $400 a year. Nothing. If you quit... Some of them will quit and actually get better jobs, and then the ones will be like, "I quit." But if you need to hire teachers, you got to pay us more. Then you then you start a, a process where you got to rehire everybody rather than just strike and give everybody an equal amount. They won't know how many teachers they can get, and I guarantee if they've got like five people applying to go back to an elementary school, it's like, all right, the classes are going to have to be huge. We better double their pay. You get teachers that will be less of them, but they'll be getting twice as much. Quit. You're not walking away from a job. You want 5% more. You're making $28,000 a year, 5%. And then I get a text this morning, more proof you should quit. One of our listeners, I won't say his name, is a teacher. He, he emails me all the time. And he goes, guess what I just caught at my school? This is my day. Like, what is it? You know that uh, condom snorting challenge? One of the teens just did it in the bathroom. I walked in on him doing snorting rubber oh, through his you know, the thing. They're snorting rubbers yeah. and then pulling them out their throats. The trend is back. Yeah. yeah I was just on Monday. Snorting uh a rubber into his nose with his buddies and it started to dangle out he's reaching in trying to pull it out of his throat i think it's awesome and i think more of them good yeah darwin up kids darwin up i say <laughs> let's get rid of a few of you condom nose snorters and you know why he's doing it right because mercury's in retrograde yeah we just saw that on the news that's, that's an excuse for everything that's, that's, a, that's a woman's strike excuse. is not a good idea right now oh it's a terrible decision because yeah. wait till mercury gets into prograde because the news just told me that Mercury being in retrograde is a terrible time to make decisions. That's why so many people are sick. You know what never happens on the news? Two men talking about Mercury and retrograde. Imagine Walter Cronkite and Tom Brokaw having that debate 25 years ago, 30 years ago. Well, of course the news is going haywire due to the fact that Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> and people would have turned it all. Oh, this guy's lost his. What's that mean, off. Tom? I believe Mercury being in retrograde is the biggest problem America faces. It's just, it's, it's baffling white women that scream out Mercury's in retrograde. It's so true. It's just, that's why I'm sleepy, and that's why I can't get things done, and it's just a bad time to make decisions. Shut up. Stop it. But if you're snorting condoms through your nose, and you're a teacher, and you catch that, I say shut the door and let them do it. Don't stop it. Why is that your responsibility? Just walk away and act like you didn't see it. Play go, dumb. Go tell somebody else. You're not in charge. Right. You know Did what I you would... just do that? Let me see that again. Yeah, do it again. Do it until you die. Let the principal know. Here's, Here's some Tide Pods. I bet you can't. I bet you can't snort Tide Pods and take them out of your throat. Candy kid? <laughs> if I was a teacher, I'd killed eight or nine kids by now. <laughs> I couldn't do it. But yeah. Just a math teacher. Just a dude who's trying to get your kids a little bit of education. Has to wander into the bathroom and watch some jackass snort a condom through his nose and try to pull it out of his throat. And if he doesn't act, somehow or another, the teacher's going to get sued and in trouble. It isn't worth it. You know how many jobs pay what you guys make? Home Depot. Stock shelves. Get out of this nightmare. Ask Eric's wife. Life is gold now. Much better. So She's much better. Why? Better Eric? for me, too. Because she quit. <laughs> she quit the job.
You guys striking, that's cute and stuff. Just quit your jobs. Nobody's kids are worth this. None. You always got sick kids, booger hands. But I know you would, thought you'd be doing the right thing, and you all thought you'd change lives. It changed your life. You became just miserable. Real estate, that's a good one. You're an education person. Hop in, get some classes. Takes about three months. Pass that test. Next thing you know, you got yourself a new job on your own volition. Quit. Plenty of other things out there. Tons of them that pay dirt. Why are you fighting for a little more dirt? Quit your jobs and watch that price go through the moon. Become a YouTube star. Yeah, that's that's better. Your chances of being wealthy off of YouTube stardom is better than teaching. You're underappreciated. What do you do when you're underappreciated any other position? You leave it. Yeah, look around. Look around for more stuff. I'm for you, teachers. I'm with you. Quit those terrible jobs. That's what I never got. If you're unhappy in something, walk away. Why continue to be unhappy? Right. Why not just actively look around? Yeah, I have no idea. On your off days, people yeah. feel like they're uh, they're trapped into. I don't have anything else lined up, and I've got. Uh, and that's you know, I understand that. That is. I understand that if you've got like something that's giving you a lot of like financial benefit, but you're not happy, yeah. it's hard to walk away from something yep. that's actually kicking in. Yeah, if it's paying really well. But if it's if the biggest gripe you've got is my unhappiness comes from the fact I don't get any money, what are you walking away from? Yeah, if it's double. Yeah. You're, you're not getting paid well, and you're unhappy. Yeah, you're miserable, and, and you're unhappy because you're not getting paid well. There's an easy solution here, and I'm I'm for the teachers' union just saying, you know what, everybody should quit. And watch them scramble to hire us back, because the prices will go up, guaranteed. You got that many kids with nowhere to go, and the parents have to do something about it? Because who are they going to yell at? Can't yell at the teachers anymore. They don't exist. Quit your job. What's funny is we've spent millions of dollars on those stupid balls all over the highway, and... That art thing downtown. <laughs> those, will always, those will always be in the mix. And again, will they? Will someone they have to be? Please just tax church land and pay these yeah, teachers. There's like I mean, a million different options, yeah. but these politicians. So simple. Right. They're afraid of the gods, and they're afraid of all that stuff. Tax oh, wow. churches. Which pots. Is, pots, another one. You can just fleece marijuana. the pot thing. Eric, which is the, the point that all of a sudden, that's the problem on our side of it is we're all for throwing more money into it. The problem is the people that have the money and where they spend it. I mean, you know, that's my like point. I mean, we say that about the government all the time. But make it a strict thing. Say you tax the church land and it all goes to paying teachers. Because we got they're all quitting. Again. They'll find we, a way, we hope Brady. that they do that. Right, but that would be the thing. that At least for the time being, if you say this is the way we pass it and this is what the new, then you'll do it. If you all quit your jobs, they'll find a way. Hot taxes alone. Hot tax. You combine that with the church thing, oh my God. Rolling. Flooding money. The highest kites. I mean, on, if churches would get better too because they'd have some gripes. Get a little help from the old gov more. They pay their taxes, so they'd have some more voice that they like. Big deal. Nobody's listening to them anyway. Look at the stats. Great. Quit your jobs, teachers. I'm all for you. That's my rant and rave for today. Bothers me. Down there in your red shirts. Begging for pennies is what you're doing, and that's not that's that's no good. Give us more pennies, please. All right, here's some more pennies. You're all Oliver Twist right now. You're asking for a little more soup and you're getting the bowl for it. They want 20%, don't they? They're not getting 20%. I know. They'll get what West Virginia got three. 
Yeah, we're, we're like the lowest paying state yeah. in the country. Three percent. That, that's why ridiculous. they're asking for twenty percent. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, ask all you want. Yeah. I want hundred percent more. Where would that get them to the middle? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right. Even if you get ten percent more, it's still nothing. It's two thousand a year for the low. It's terrible. Quit your jobs. Watch how fast that price goes up. We have no teachers. They all quit today. <laughs> oh my god. We got to start paying this one dude that's willing to show up about $180,000 to take care of the whole school because the parents keep dropping the kids off. Charters and private will be going through the roof. Rubbing their hands. Uh, It's 930. There you go. Teachers, we're for you. Getting the hell out of it. The way it should be. Uh, We got that uh, Vishnu thing. Toledo's going to be calling you in a second. Maybe you qualified for that Indian bobber. Tell you right now. Uh, Larry's got another one in an hour and a half. We got an entertainment drill coming up next. It's 98KUPD. Uh, it's Lincoln Park right there. One step closer. It's 947 in the morning sickness. And uh, did you get a winner there, Toledo? You got the guy drawn out of Fishner. Right He's working on He's going to call you. You might get a number you don't recognize. Answer your damn phone. You get yourself all uh, lined up and ready to go. Maybe win yourself that Indian Scout bobber. Easy enough. Uh, can I announce? Mark! Big news. I think you can say the one. Oh, yeah, no, no, I know sure. about the other one. Can I bring up the Monday? You didn't hear him say Monday? No, not that one. The Enterprise? Ah, I agreed to say, not say anything about the other one. Ah, the Internet. Let me talk about one of them. On Monday, I can announce that. But if I say it like I'm totally being choked. Oh, man. Amazing this is, news. This is awful for you. I told him I, I I won't even think about bringing up the other one. That's the one he said. I didn't know. I thought the other one started flashing me posters and stuff. I'm like, yes. Got to talk about it Monday. I'll hold off on that because. Is Should it on I the talk internet? Talk about the story two days ago. What? Talk about the story two days ago about someone uh, touring around a, a movie. It's going to do some screenings. I don't know. What? I didn't understand what? you. What code are you saying? That, that was not English. Half of that, that was half of that was on the code. topic that we're uh, talking about. That you have to yeah. wait till Monday. You have it on the internet as a story. Well, he said I couldn't talk about it till Monday. Okay. That doesn't mean you can. You have that specific story on the internet, right? Yeah, that he's kicking off. I, I and I I hope uh, he's got to finish the sentence. <laughs> I hope on Monday, then we'll, we'll find out. He's kicking off. He's Jan Stenerud's going to come and do a show. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away. Well, don't you know? worry about it. Yeah. I don't think your, your partial sentences are giving away anything. <laughs> People are more confused. Yeah, other than maybe you might have Bell's palsy and your face is sliding off. All right? Yeah, I'm good. You want to bring it up? I'm not allowed to. I, I agree not. You can talk about it. That's true. I'm you not. Mean. You have a story. You're the entertainment reporter. This is true. We don't have dates or times or places, but yeah. we do know that Captain Kirk is involved in the story. I can't tell you exactly what we're going to be doing with him, but he's going to be here. More info Monday about the visit of Captain Kirk. <laughs> Randall's in there shaking his head. I mean, crunch. This is why they Captain don't tell us crunch. anything, John. Don't tell me anything. It's, that's a. Brady had it in the entertainment drill. Remember when he's kicking off and doing all those half sentences? He was getting to it. <laughs> now I can't. Now you can, well, you couldn't anyway. I don't think you could finish a sentence to tell anybody anything cogent. But now we're not going to get nice things anymore. Yeah, way to go, Brady. <laughs> Guess you're Logan's dad. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right then. We won't bring it up. It just 
Brace yourselves for awesome Captain Kurt news. It's all happening Monday. Yeah, on Monday we can talk about Two it. Two big announcements. Or just Google it. That's a lot of... That's four days away. What the hell? Yeah. By the way, the uh, teacher that uh, told me that he just walked in and one of his students trying to do that condom snort challenge that these idiot kids are doing uh, said that one of the girls caught him doing it and was worried that he was choking. So that'll happen. It became life threatening. So the teacher said, quit your jobs. Quit your jobs immediately. It's not worth it. Totally not worth it. All right, go right ahead, Brady. Entertain me. It's brought to you by Porkopolis Barbecue and Chandler and Scottsdale. And if you uh, see me at Porkopolis, I'll tell you about the news before. Uh, oh, there you go. Ask Brady in person about a big show. Coming to town and very short. I can't give any details of where or what. Why? Just know. I'll be there. And so will come. How have your lunches been going, Brady? Pretty good. You know, the uh, boys from the Precision Decision were out uh, having, yeah, again, having lunch. Again, this is... Precision Air. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> you started saying the boys, and I got a little worried. <laughs> yeah, the boys from the Precision Decision. I'm like, what is this? This is a knife-cutting team. <laughs> precision Air is its name. So they got yeah, to watch you eat? Yeah. Yeah, they watched and enjoyed it. And like, it was really cool. Remember I like the way you eat that smoked meatloaf. I'm over in the corner eating a salad. First off, you step into my restaurant, you're crying like a woman. What are you up to And now? then with the uh, mouthful of meatloaf, I was like, make the precision decision. And you just sang their logo. Are you up 10 pounds? Yeah, how much did you put back on uh, since the cheat? 27. Since you cut. I'm down a pound. You wrestled. Since uh, 30 cut days. You're down a pound from the scale we From just when I started. I got. Yeah, I gained put, it all back. Put all twenty eight back on. Yeah. <laughs> we well, took ten off. New in record. A day. It's a new record at Red Mountain. <laughs> Dropping ten in a day was a record too. Well, that's how you keep your endorsement. You put it back on. Yeah. You take you it keep going. On. Well, that's what he says in the commercial. Better luck next time, buddy. <laughs> well, I plan on doing this again. <laughs> it's a goal. It's called a goal. You don't drive to the Disneyland parking lot and then turn around and see if you can do it faster. It's go to Disneyland, goals, man. New and goals. Enjoy Disneyland. Constantly setting goals. I hit it. That's what you got to do. Then set another one. Why? Well, you can't and say another, it's done. I don't need to lose weight anymore. So that's a yeah. new, I don't need a goal there anymore. You find another goal. You're, oh. you're now training. I'm going to be something. a great Frisbee throw. You're going to throw down <laughs> in the ring. And start a Frisbee I team. wouldn't go on that goal. going to call ourselves the Precision Decision. <laughs> that's a cool team. The man. boys. I'm dying to tell you guys about the big show. <sighs> But I can't. Till Monday. Ah, it's eating me alive. Monday. Sorry, William. What? Hang on. You use my name. Come by Porkopolis, I'll tell you. What's today's thing? What do they get to watch you eat today? Nothing today. No. Hang on, you're just going to sit there and stare at each I'm just going to stare at people. <laughs> Not eating today. Thanks for coming by. <laughs> Steven Spielberg says the uh, upcoming fifth Indiana Jones movie will be Harrison Ford's last. Oh, no No way. I would like to see the franchise continue with a female Indiana Jones. No. What happened to Shia LaBeouf? He was supposed to be the guy. It was that awful. He caught the hat. Gone, gone, gone. Oh, it just got so bad with magic hats and aliens. Oh, jeez. Like it transfers power. The guy was an archaeologist. 
The Rock did an interview with Rolling Stone, and he said he and Vin Diesel had some creative filming and editing differences. Um, in fact, the last uh, Fate of the Furious, they did some creative filming and editing so they wouldn't have to shoot any scenes together. Uh, he didn't get into specifics, but he said that the disagreement was about professionalism. Yeah, and, uh, Vin Diesel was, wasn't showing up on yeah, time. Yeah, he was not at work on time, yeah. and when he was at work, he was unprepared. That's well known. Vin and I had a few discussions, including an important face-to-face in my trailer, and we have a fundamental difference in philosophies, how we approach movie-making and collaborating. You should have laid it. took some time, but I'm, I'm grateful for the clarity. I like the way he ends it. He says, I, I wish him all the best, and I harbor no ill will. you got to get to work on time, Jabroni. Actually, you can erase that last part about ill will. Yeah. No ill will. Layeth the smacketh down. And do you see the thing about Frances McDormand? He, like, loves her because I guess she was real nice to his daughter. At the, uh, She was the, one of the girls at the Golden yeah. Globes. Is the Golden Globes or the Oscars? I don't know. I don't know. You know how they walked the yeah, people yeah. off stage? So I guess Frances McDormand was, like, super nice to her. Nobody else was, like, saying anything to her. Oh, that's sweet. Held her hand and stuff. But uh, The Rock needs to learn, because everybody loves The Rock, but he yeah. needs to learn how to turn down movie roles. That's yeah, his only he's issue. Doing a lot of- he's busy right now with the Hobbs and Shaw combo from Fast and Furious that's he and Jason Statham. But the uh, Fast Their and Furious thing, it's uh, tough to turn down when it's like, the movie's going to make a billion, billion dollars. dollars. Rampage. Yeah. yeah, that one looks ridiculous. That looks pretty bad. Baywatch, Rampage. Baywatch, I get like. Mm, I didn't. After you read did the you script, did you ever see though, it? I saw twelve seconds of it, and I'm like, wow, I can't make it through. I'll just watch porn. It got such bad reviews. That I it's know. not funny. I watched a few seconds, and the first I can't remember the first joke they tell is so, like, bad, and I'm like, if this is where they're headed with this, I don't really want to put myself through it. It's really schlocky like immediately bad and it's it's not like tongue-in-cheek like it's supposed to be making fun of it it's it was i, I, I didn't make it too much of it. turn down a roll or two yeah rudy giuliani and his wife judith are divorcing after 15 years it's just marriage. basically because it was she was tired of calling herself judy giuliani it's a tough name it's a tough thing to just have to roll off the tongue you know so it's an all like five times it'll be three this will be looking three. at number four i've got number four lined Hat up don't trick. worry i'm gonna get the fourth it's a good thing judy judy ollie Julie Giuliani. Next girl I'm going to marry is Julie Giuliani. Julie Judy Giuliani. That's her name. She filed a contested divorce proceeding, so she's readying for the fight over marital assets. There's a property in Manhattan and she can Palm have Beach, Florida. Everything's fine. How does he not work with Trump? Like, as much as he was promoting him during the I election. don't know. They started arguing. I don't know, but it's he his third He said get a marriage to work on. Trump's all about marriage. I'm going marriage. to Larry King Road. I'm going to try to get to seven. Not that that's a safe job to take. Working in I'd have been fired by now anyway. I figure if I just lay low, I'll eventually get a job in the administration. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty of openings. Hello, Rudy. It's, it's done. I was waiting. I knew you were going to call eventually. That's why I didn't take initially. I didn't take any of the jobs because I knew you'd have to fish out everybody and then go through the cycle. Do you want to be something? What do you got? Director of sanitation. <laughs> I can do that. Uh, being a sanitation means the mob will be involved. Maybe get rid of this bitch third wife that's up my ass once my house in Manhattan. He took care of sanitation during 9-11. That's what I do. I clean up messes. It was great. Did you see the size of that mess? How fast was that scooped up? You're welcome. Get a shovel. Watch Rudy go. Judy, Judy. Judy Giuliani. Get a, get a shovel. 
Matt Damon and Joaquin Phoenix were almost the stars of Brokeback Mountain. That would work. You just need two dudes, really, and a horse. Finally, Coheed and Cambria have a new album coming out, and they just posted a mysterious video featuring a hockey mask with the phrase, Call Your Mother, written on it. Ooh. I hate them so much. Coheed and Cambria? I do. I know. It's that guy's voice. I never really got into it either way. Awful. I have no feeling. They're Even. almost as bad as the Melvins. Them and the Melvins were about equally awful. Yeah, I never liked the Melvins that much either. They used to always open for Tool for some yeah. damn reason. Never really got it. Never really, I was indifferent about it because I just it didn't register at all. I got an email from this guy that says, John, good morning. I've wanted to meet you for a while now. I'm a longtime listener running a nonprofit. Uh, I'd like to invite you and Megan to the LGBTQ Pride Parade this weekend. Express entry tickets, whatever day you choose. My treat. Do it. Maybe Ian could make it too. I feel like I'm being used, so this guy can meet Ian. To get to Ian? Yep. Yeah. Go with Ian. Not looking for money. Maybe some referrals. Maybe help me do some awesome sex education and harm reduction podcasts. <laughs> I'm in. First thing I'll tell your audience is to stop putting your wieners in there. What? Yeah, that's harm prevention from my book. E-gads what you two put up with. It's disgusting. Sure, I'll go to that. You're the toughest human beings on the planet. What do you think makes sex safer? Ooh, well, not putting it there. Step one. Yikes, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> Gotta do that to a woman. Sure, I'll go to that. Why not? I've never been to I accidentally went to the LGBTQ parade in Chicago. I was trying to get to the airport, and I had to take the L all the way through downtown while that thing was breaking up, and I didn't know what was going on. You guys went to that gay bar I in was Miami. at uh, San Francisco's True. Pride uh, thing. Same thing. Yeah, Came totally by. accidentally walked into the gay pride parade. It's it's festive, fun. that's for sure. I had a good time on the train. I was just trying to get to the O'Hare. I had to go all the way from Wrigley to O'Hare. That's a long train ride. With It's a long gay train I was in. It was back when uh, Chevy's Mexican restaurant was there, and all of a sudden I see a... Flatbed coming into the parade. Oh, there's a parade. Oh, Chevy's. I'm from in here. Oh, there are dog collars. And what, I wonder what's going on here. Your Ohio kicked in. You love parades. Woo! Like, I wonder Chevy. if they want me to be somebody. Maybe I could be my Martha Stewart character. Probably get a kick out of that. And then when I bumped into a girl, I'm sorry. And the, her shirt says, I'm 100% vegetarian. Yeah. Hey, glitter dong. Do you need me to do my Martha Stewart? He's a volunteer. This little bundle of pie wants to be a Martha Stewart. Yeah, Glitter Dong's right. <laughs> so what are we celebrating here, 4th of July or something? You had to make a great Shriner. Yeah. Oh, my God. You have the perfect build for a Shriner. Yeah. I had one, one of those miniature model tees. Man, <laughs> is that the easiest thing in the world to picture is Brady in one of those little Fez hats? Yeah. Your brain does it for you. I want to see Man, him do it. Excellent Wait, job, Eric. In the parking lot. We just need the hat. My great-grandfather, my grandfather. Yeah, I think my dad might have been. It a, strikes a, me as the type of thing yeah. you would love to be part of. Men in a room, look meeting it. weekly. Continue eating, the family tradition. Having yeah. some sort of weird connection to each other. No women allowed. Stupid little Hey, hats. Denny! Hats. I remember as a kid going to those. Because Illinois is the same way. Oh, yeah. Kind of parades. And you just stare at them. You're like, what the hell? What do they, they do? They're just doing figure eights. They help. Uh, well, the fights. Shriners are big 
you know, with the children's hospital yeah, thing, yeah. and they'll but they um, do community service. Yeah, it's just a bunch of dudes. And make lots of money. It's like a grown-up fraternity. Yes. Yeah. Just without all the fun. And they all look like you for some reason. Yeah, that know. is boy. It is, and I see the little coat and hat. It just places itself on top of you the second you say Brady the Shriner. Ding. Holy cow, that was easy. Now, Brady the Knight in Shining Armor is a little harder to do. Like, I picture you fumbling with the suit. I picture you guys in that. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's a bravery thing. I'm just saying that would be a tough one for you to get on. Just outfit-wise. Shriner hat. I can see you having a oh, shelf yeah. of them. I fit the profile. Sure. You really do. You should think about this. Any Shriners out there that want Brady in? He's ready. Do they still? still oh, yeah. They're still around. You see the commercials. They got a Phoenix kids. chapter. You see the Shriners in the background with that, that adorable kid. kid. That kid that won't grow up, but is yeah. the best spokesperson oh. for sick kids ever. You just come down and give us a couple of bucks. You can get me some new sticks for walking. I'm going to buy some sticks for that kid. He's not even looking to be cured. He just wants new sticks now. Sometimes I just have to hit my wheelchair. Oh, God damn it! Did you say anything about being cured? No, there's no hope for that. I just want a new chair every once in a while. I want to hug you in that chair. There you go. That's you. You are a Shriner. Man, oh man, have you ever been cut from Third that guy moment? on the... They're trying to They're trying to polish up the image. That's... No, come on. Polish up? Yeah, they're, they're trying to thin it. Thin it up a little bit with the third guy. No. You go down the line. Parades <laughs> would be rough here in the summer, though. Or the July parade. All right. We're going to get you involved in the Shriners. I don't know what they do, but I know that's right in your wheelhouse. And I can see you in that cap. And I also want to start an argument with you about how important your work is. Just get, go far enough to get the cap. Yeah, get the hat and then come in with a little attitude. I want you to be defensive about being a shrine. That will be awesome. Did you meet your gay club this weekend? First off, all right, look, we do a lot of quality work for the community. That's the boys from Precision. I don't Precision. know what you're talking about. That's you. My God. Uh, it's 10.04. We're all done. You guys get ready for Larry to try to give you that motorbike. We will be back again tomorrow on the Morning Sickness. Have yourselves a great day. So long. Throw the switches. Are you ready?